Hey everybody, Adam here for uh, welcome to another episode of TFG Radio, a 40k podcast from the judge's perspective, and Tom. Hi. Um, today, as you can see, it's, we're uh, joined by Discord, because uh, I think I'm still banned from John's house, so uh, mm-hmm. we're doing Discord. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, today we have John, as always. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, Tom and Danny. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. And uh, we have a few topics today. Uh, it's been a while, so there's a few things, especially this new new post FAQ world um, and post uh, Drukari Codex from uh, what we've seen from some of the recent events um, with uh, Drukari winning two GTs, one in uh, I think it was I can't remember Storm of Silence, I think, which was won by uh, JP with a Drukari Eldar mix and the Alamo GT which was a first and second place Drukari with both of those armies being a pure Drukari. So we'll see we'll see we'll see how it goes uh, going forward especially as people get used to pure Drukari is that what you said? No, he ran a mix. He ran Drukari with some uh, Eldar. Oh, okay, cool. But the two the two the first and second place at and second place at uh, Storm of Silence was uh, who also went undefeated was Tyranids. Yeah. <laughs> And I didn't care enough about Tyranids to really pay attention whether they're, they're oh, poor, poor of course. <laughs> yeah, if you have the BCP app, you can go look. Um, but oh, uh, but it was but it was pure Drukari for uh, for both first and second at the Alamo GT. Nice, wow, pretty good. And then uh, and it, it brought and just I guess to start the discussion about that. And what are we building today, John? Uh, oh, I have. Uh, well, I just put it on the screen. I'm building my Necrons. Are they Necron warriors or mortals? Or... I'm building warriors. My mortals are all see. finished. Oh, okay. Yeah, the immortals are all finished. Um, I have I have like seventy warriors to build. Yeah. Um, which brought up a, a conversation I had in another chat about the GTs because I'm, I'm of the opinion that you can't really gauge a lot of the. Uh, strength of a codex just from any GT because um, like just to take our local one, mm-hmm. although it's almost sixty players, it's mostly local players. Yes, we don't mm-hmm. get a, we don't get a lot of pull from across the country. No, it's all SoCal no. people. But then sometimes like Thomas Hicks from Arizona, from Utah, mm-hmm. and some Arizona, some Colorado, couple right. Oregon people. Yeah, the one time the guy who used to work for Frontline who now lives in Colorado, he came. Oh, okay. Oh, Kieran. Oh, Kieran. Yeah, I played him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that was... the thing. Uh-huh. I was going to say, um, you really can't evaluate the success of a codex until it wins, like, one of the big four of, like, Adepticon, Nova, you know, LVO. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, um, Bay Area you know, Open, maybe. Bay, yeah. Maybe Bay Area Open. Or, broad, or like, War Games Con. Yeah, War Games Right. Con. Or uh, yeah, just at the uh, battle, uh, the Atlanta. There's the one in Atlanta. Warzone. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you need, you need to. I mean, a codex really can't be. You can't really say like, oh my god, okay, this is a, this is an exceptionally strong codex if it's not competing against three or four different metas at the same time. Right. Yeah. You need the device, the, the diversity. Well, I can talk as well. <laughs> Perfect. What would you say is the most recent example of a codex like that? Eldar. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. I thought it didn't realize it was that easy. <laughs> Eldar, you could um, at least pre-FAQ Tyranids. Yeah, because hmm. it had been tested pretty well. Yeah. 
you well, it also it's also brought up because the, the way I because there's a lot of GTs. There's literally almost one every weekend. Or um, to me, at this point, you you almost have to break them down. I look at them like like college uh, postseason bowl bowl games. Because nice. <laughs> to be honest, that's the best way to describe them. Because you have you have like the big, let's say four or five bowl games: the Rose Bowl, Granddaddy of them all, which is probably right. Adepticon. Um, you know, the Cotton Bowl, the um, Sugar Bowl, Orange mm-hmm. Bowl, you know, the ones they use for the playoffs. And then you have the, really. the uh, BCS Championships, which is LVO. Mm-hmm. Well, that, and, well that, then that rotates between the big ones uh, for college football. Like um, Rose Bowl? Yeah, like one year it's at the Rose Bowl, one year it's at the Orange Bowl. They, they switched the championship. Uh, I thought they game. weren't doing that anymore. No, they still do it. It's the Are 420 sure? Bowl now. Oh, God. Oops. Yikes. Already, so we already did dick jokes and weed jokes. Thanks, Tom. That's why hey, I didn't do. I did an innuendo. Whatever. All right, that's not according to the chat. My most hated models to put together too, but not because of the flash. I don't care about the flash. Whatever. Oh, I just yeah. put stuff together. And uh, Alan. Alan, said, who I thought was on his way to Europe, but I guess not yet, says that uh, it's one thing winning three games, but it's another winning five games and another going seven plus games. Yep, and I would totally agree with that. Yes, both mm-hmm. uh, both Alamo and I believe Storm of Silence are both five games uh, for the weekend. Right, which is why you have the the two undefeated uh, armies. Yeah, but uh, and the way the way I see it is, you have the majors, uh, which are basically the big three for uh, for forty k. And then you have the second tier, which is probably Warzone Atlanta, maybe Storm of Silence, uh, BAO, SoCal Open, things like that. And then varying degrees with some, like ours is like, I mean, I wouldn't even compare our our local one to LVO. No, no, no. no ours is ours is like one of those like a holiday bowl. Like bowl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ours yeah. is the, the Tostitos Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Tostitos Bowl. Ours is the like the first one that nobody cares about. That's around Thanksgiving time. Oh yeah, that bowl, the one that's like on Thanksgiving that nobody watches because all the pro games are on. <laughs> yes. Hey, They're Alan, like, don't forget your army. Alan said he's packing. He needs to not forget his army. Oh yeah. Don't Since forget he's it. Playing in London GT, right? And actually show up and play yeah. this time, okay? Yeah, yeah that'd be helpful. <laughs> nice. So again, congrats to the winners, JP, and I forgot. Unfortunately, I forgot the name of the. Uh, GT and I don't have time to look on my uh, BCP app. Uh, but uh, also, what happened currently is we're finishing up with our league. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that I ran uh, for you. You're welcome. That John. <laughs> that John ran. He he is the most well known league leader. <laughs> <laughs> league leader. <laughs> Excellent joke. Excellent. Well done. <sighs> I'm assuming Tom's already buzzed. Um, I'm only one drink in. I'm I'm fine. That's okay. Um, one drink so far, or one drink during the show. I'm, yeah, um, I mean, I'll keep you posted. Let's be kidding. But um, show's going great. So all of us played in the league. Danny, unfortunately, was only to play one game or two. I played one, but I'm undefeated. But remains undefeated. undefeated at, yes. at the end of the and day, I that beat. is the most important thing. And I and beat you Jeff. Beat three storm surges, right? Yes. yes. Ooh. John came in fifth. Yes, sixth, fifth. Losing about eighty percent of his games. That's fine. 
So he backed in. Submarine to the top. I'm currently, I think I'm in, me and you are first, third, and second, and third, Tom. You're, you're second. I'm in third place right now. Right, you have to okay. play each other in the playoffs. First round. Yeah, and then uh, Danny, who is going with me to Boise, the Boise, Boise Cup uh, GT, and then uh, Jeff, who is in, who is playing the, who came in eighth at LVO, um, round out the top four. The way it works is we had, what, six weeks of games? Yeah, six weeks. John, why don't you explain it? So the league ran for six weeks, like Adam said, and it was a basic league. You could play um, two games a week as long as one of the games was on league night at the store, which is Tuesdays. Uh, and you got bonus points, so you'd win. Uh, you got twelve points for a win. Uh, you got six points for a loss, and I think it was eight points for a draw. There weren't. I don't think there were any draws. Uh, no, there got, weren't. You got two bonus points for a um, Tuesday night game, and you got yeah. one bonus point if the person you were playing was above you on the ladder. And then I just used those points to see the ladder um, mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. And then at the end of six weeks, it's a simple. Um, four seed uh, playoff bracket. So one plays four, two plays three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they have one week to play all the games. And then so after that, the winner of those two games play each other for the overall win of the league, first and second place. Yeah, so right now Jeff and Danny already played their game, and Danny won. Um, he's playing buddies with, the, like, two smash captains, Death Company, a bunch of attacky. Oh, they, did they already played? I didn't even know that. They played yeah, against See, I, Tom, I did, did they nobody post? communicates. No, yeah, post no. The results? I, no, the uh, not in the not in the league yet. No, game hasn't happened until they post the results. Boom! Tell Jeff to put in his his him winning. <laughs> right yeah, now. I will. I will. I, I did want to. I did want to highlight the fact though that um, I, weirdly enough, Danny's blood because because everyone you know was an uproar about the fact and um, or the FAQ and um, about how it killed assault armies. It made them terrible, etc. And Danny has beaten me more with Blood Angels. Danny rolling people in assault. Oh my God, it's insane! And I honestly think that there's some there's some things that I think we'll start to see that some assault lists that will take the field like his does, and really kind of make people think maybe there was more thought process to what they were doing than we hate assault armies. Maybe Reese didn't write all of the FAQ. Just the Towson. You know, well, just with the, the army, <laughs> the army just, with the army the I plan to take and maybe I hope he doesn't listen to this, he's gonna insulting. kill us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, butters, I mean Tom oh, damn it, why did I even look at the Twitch? I, don't know <laughs> I was living in blissful ignorance like butters. Yes. And like yeah. Mr. Inquisitor said, the London GT is, is like the equivalent of BAO. It's the second largest GT after LBO yeah, actually. It's, huge. Mm-hmm. it's got almost four hundred 300 plus players at the very least maybe found four that's yeah that's incredible and that's only the second year i think so it's like a 300 percent increase over the first year but um and uh, alan i'm pretty sure reese is playing yes oh yeah reese frank uh, i don't know if frankie's playing, but i know reese jeff in control robinson right. and jason art will be there right and um i'm sure he went with the intention to play because he was talking about it i think yeah so far so odds are good. Um, so I'm supposed to play Tom, which is funny because mm-hmm. it's almost like uh, the NFL where I play him the week before because I just played Tom this past uh, Tuesday. And it was a very well, – was happy for one of us. It was – yeah. It was, it was... <laughs> there was much salt at the bar afterwards. 
sexual harassment and uh makes me <laughs> Tom, why don't you tell I mean, us about the game? So basically it um yeah, let's see your version, Tom. I no, I'll, I'll be honest. Um so I'm running um a quasi elite talist where I have two Riptides, a Yavara, three fusion manders, um, which is actually the most commanders even prefect that I've ever run. Um I think that you and then, put that in there. I, I do because you know what I'm, I mean I agree I agree that you do I'm just saying I like that you I do. am a damn snowflake amongst my kind okay and so far as I don't want to be a snowflake and among the Tau that's saying something yep so um, then I have three squads of fire warriors with the turrets and pathfinder support and a cadre uh, it's it's um it's meant to be very elite um it really takes advantage of the um, some of the stratagems we use which is part of the problem so Turn one, Adam's got a shadow sword, some guard, oh, a couple yeah, tank let me commanders. Go. Oh yeah, you so go let ahead. Let me Adam. go my army first. So my army, for lack of a better word, is kind of jank because I didn't <laughs> take all the description, <laughs> which is why it makes this this game all the much sweeter. Um, because uh, because I did it. I, it's not all the optimal. It's op, It's somewhat optimal, but not really. Because I, I do have a shadow sword. I do have a company commander. I have two tank commanders, one all plasma with a heavy bolter, one a punisher with all heavy bolters, um, two primary psychers, three squads of guards of nine guardsmen with a mortar, and uh, two whip, two manticores, a squadron of two manticores, one earthshaker carriage. Well, the one that needs guys, not the one that doesn't need guys. That's the mm -hmm. carriage, yeah. Is it the carriage? Um, not the battery. Right. And then uh, I have a Calexus and a Calidus. And a, and a Master of Artillery, right? And a Master of Ordnance. Ordnance, that's right. And what he what he does, because nobody takes him, um, <laughs> other than giving me a free barrage on a unit, um, he allows the Manticores and, and the uh, Earthshaker to reroll ones uh, to hit if the target is over 36 inches. Which came into play huge for you, too. It was in, the first, in the first turn, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty big. Um, so with the just so just because this this actually matters, how this does is on the first turn of the game, she does not have to be on the board, but on a four plus, whenever your opponent uses a stratagem, the on a four plus they have to spend an extra command point, and if they decide not to use the stratagem, they are not allowed to use it for the rest of that phase. Mm -hmm. So it's not like oh, I decided to not use it, but I'll use it later. It's like nope. Well, it's like uh, okay, I won't use this reroll, but I'll use it later in this in this shooting phase. No, you got to wait till the next phase to, in order to use it, mm -hmm. if you're able to, like a reroll or uh, mainly rerolls. Um, and, and then and uh, my army is very stratagem dependent. <laughs> yes, and it usually and it and and it's just stratagem dependent in the very beginning of the game, and that was that was what really killed me. Is turn one, I was just spending double. You know, two, three command points on things. I should have been spending on one or two. Yeah. So go ahead, Tom. First turn. For, well, I went first. Yes, you did. Well, what's the concept of your army? Why? Well, my concept is basically sit back and shoot, then throw the assassins at what I need to throw them at. That's more or less the army. So oh, my... oh the, the last thing I had was a vulture. Oh yes, the vulture. Which actually, yeah, that was that was pretty nasty. I should have blocked that out better. But the the, the concept actually... of yeah, it actually is is fairly good because it, even though it doesn't hold objectives, it, it scores for things like recon and mm -hmm. lightbreaker still. And it's it's just annoying enough to do something, but compared to everything else in your list, it always takes the second priority, which is why it's so deadly in my opinion. 
because it's like while that shadow sword is alive, no, ain't nobody gonna focus on that. <laughs> right. So go ahead. Um, the concept for your army. My my concept is that it's you have the Riptide, the Avara, and the Commanders all together in a block, and then turn one, you either they have decent move speeds, or you Montcaw if it's a longer board range, and you pick two or three things you want dead, and you make them dead. Um, the Yavara melts the heaviest of the of the of the things you need dead. Um, one of the commanders opts out of shooting and lets the the Yavara reroll all failed wound rolls. You also give a strategy to the Yavara to reroll one, like, you know, both of its variable dice weapons, which is insane for one of the, just one dice per. But still, that's huge. Then the Riptides, you know, either focus fire together or you know split apart and shoot down some other stuff. And the fusion manders, that's we're talking like three melts each. Um, so. What I had tried to do with you is I, the other option you can do with that list is start the start the commanders in deep strike, and then after that turn one you hide all of, if you're hesitant about going first you hide your riptides. Yavara jumps into space turn one so he can jump down turn two with the commanders in the enemy deployment zone per the fa uh, FAQ. Right. Then the Riptides pop out of cover on turn two and do long-range shooting because their guns are so long-range. So I should have done that, but I did not do that. Instead, I was like, I was pretty confident that I'd be able to weather the, the storm, which I kind of did. You, yeah, I I didn't. I only killed one unit. Yes, and it was a unit. You only killed one unit of drones your first turn, and I yes. think the marksman. No, it was just the unit. Of drones. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then I, but I put a bunch of wounds. I put a, I took your one riptide down to like t three wounds or something like that. Yep. And that was basic. That was basically it. Which but importantly, was... Adam did get the first turn, and he won. Why you gotta ruin the the build up, John? Here, here's I the know. thing, oh, John. Spoilers. People already John. knew from the salt level we were talking about. Tom having that. <laughs> well, but here, okay. So here's well, no. Here's Tom can be one of those pricks that just gets salty even when he wins. Uh, yeah, which I'm, which I'm not. I get quiet when I win because I don't want to be too excited, <laughs> or else I'll be one of those pricks. <laughs> it depends who it is, and then I then I may get excited or start making fun of them. No, the problem though was on my turn. I'm like, okay, I got hit. I got hit decently hard. One of my riptides is about to die, but I got a stim injector stratagem. He's basically right. at full health. No big deal. Put all my shit up there, and then I start spending money. I start spending stratagems, and I start losing a ton. And I'm like. Oh crap! So that kind of throws me off because I'm thinking turn two. I need to save some because what if I don't kill everything I need to on turn one? And for me, kill everything I need to was the shadow sword and, at best, another tank commander. And yes. the thing is that the shadow sword, as opposed to most vehicles, is you know it's got the two up armor and the eight up armor save. So I was fine with the eight up because, insofar as the big gun on the Avara, no, do you mean the eight up uh... toughness? Toughness. Yes, I'm sorry, I misspoke. Um, so I was like, whatever, I reroll wounds, I don't care. I actually did a decent amount. But the thing is, is that I was forcing Adam to roll fives and not sixes. And as a result of that, it just, uh, it was okay. This, this, I this... made none of, I made, I didn't, I don't think I rolled a single four that game and I have all shield in bones. So I either made the random six or one, twos and threes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also ballistic skill four. If and, you want to to, and I was and the shadow sword. I got the minus one hit and the plus one armor for the shadow sword. Yeah, none of your second powers <laughs> failed all game. And well, you you got back seventy five percent of the CPs too. Oh my god. Yeah, 
by, by like, the end of by the end of turn one, Tom had I think three CPs left out of how many? Out of, out of eight. Out of nine. ten minus one with for an additional relic. Yeah, you had three CPs left, and I think I cost you an additional four or five. Easily. My first turn, turn my first turn relic uh stratagem CP math only cost me three because it's one right. one and one. And then uh to 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 best to, to give the best example of how Tom's shooting went and how my dice rolling was, Tom had had done five five wounds with the Yavara, with a flamer that does three damage three, each. Three damage each. So it would have been fifteen. It actually would have taken me down to like, I, I would have had started to suffer the damage because I was using instead of being smart and using Valhallen for my uh, regiment, I actually use Armageddon. Which I was like, surprised at, actually. Well, I like the way the Armageddon guys look. Because so Adam needs a reason for his losses. <laughs> there is that, too, yes. <laughs> um, just that he's a bad player. What'd no. you lose? Well, you know, I should have run this as Valhalla, but I just like Steel Legion. Well, no, it's, I could have run this as Alpha Legion, but I just like Black Legion. It's so he can say, the list broke before the guard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's kind of like this would be the last time Tom's on. Um, yeah, so, come on, um, I only just discovered that meme today too. <laughs> Seriously? Seriously? Oh, yeah. Wow. I don't know. Have you not been on the internet for a while? <laughs> Actually, no, I have. I just have been in the right places apparently. Yeah, you, you stay in the Tau groups. i no, well, no, I don't stay in the Tau groups. I stay that away from those. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he does five Christian missionary groups. <laughs> <laughs> well. One form of that. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah. Well, that's a whole that's a whole different podcast. If John if John's going to complain about it, I'm just going to feed. I'm not complaining. That was about bad it, terminology too. <clears throat> I wasn't the one complaining about it. And Mister Inquisitor, I would make fun of not not a body if I beat him. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be yes. Adam so would do that. so uh, there were five saves I had to make it minus two, so it was five four up saves, and I actually four out of the five. All right. <laughs> Well, and I had I had 20 wounds left, so that would have taken me down to five if I had missed them all. So that's mm -hmm. why Tom was cranky when I extended my tape measure and started trying to knock models off of your table? Yes. Yeah, from about 10 feet away, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, like I, did me. I was actually praying your tape measure would break. I was like, please let it break. <laughs> in addition, Tom was literally standing right in front of my army. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't understand if you're a shooting arm, but okay. The, the reason was because the the thing about the hammer thing too is that all of my stuff has fly, and so against different guard armies that bring more um, lemons versus um, shadow swords, I, <laughs> I can then charge the lemons, um, especially on a short board edge where I didn't have to mount ka, and then and then do that. But then, but the thing is, is that I made a mistake because of being because of the the shooting phase i just i wanted to get in as fast as possible i was like wait that fucker can still back up and shoot and he can still shoot even if he's in oh no and like it's yeah. so like i was thinking about it and then i looked at my charge vectors and there was no way i could get to your um other stuff and i just kind of was like ah crap yeah. um and and then turn two when it was yours i just i couldn't i have four up involves on all of my important stuff yes mm, yeah no not Oh, you deleted in a turn. You finished off the Riptide. You right. deleted one of the. You deleted the Yavara. Yes. And then you artillery to death the rest of my. Oh, shield drones. 
Well, no, that that was no turn one, three. Of, one of your shield domes didn't make it. He rolled like a one or something. Yeah. No, yeah, it was just uh, it was it was bad. It was like delete, delete, delete. Then my shadow sword charged his H his ward, which is why we got across the street to the bar earlier than normal. Yes, and which is why I got a little more tipsy than normal. And, and Tom taught me about a pickleback, which I had no idea what that was. Which is a really really <laughs> great drink, and next time I'll get you one. Yeah, uh, I'll totally try one the next time. Yeah, no, for sure. It's it's totally worth trying. It's I personally my favorite stupid drink to get. Okay, Danny, have you heard of the pickleback before? I have not. See, thank you. God, yes. it must be an East Coast thing then. <laughs> what is? It? Are you from so the East Coast? Sounds disgusting. It's uh, well, technically, I was in my most of my extended family is on the East Coast. I lived on the East Coast for about four years when I was a kid, and I lived on in the East Coast for about two years when I was an adult. I, I mean, most of my roots and my impressions and you know life i don't know even when i get drunk i start to have a boston accent because of my dad nice um we need to get him drunk more often and record it yeah that's yeah, doable that is stupid but you know what you can get me some chowder no, no i said um, doable i didn't say stupid <laughs> <laughs> doable. no but a pickleback is where you have a shot of whiskey any choice preferably bourbon and or i you can do irish too and then you chase it with a shot of Pickle juice. That's fucking disgusting. It's <laughs> delicious. It is so. That was good. my um, reaction too, Danny. <laughs> Alright, I, I have to keep it somewhat PG, but yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah, like just uh, Cochino, man. Yeah, like, you gotta fuck? you gotta do something back east another time seriously like <laughs> i mean when you're just straight chugging pickle juice i don't know man i think it's time to reevaluate life choices the the great part is is that my discord froze so i didn't hear <laughs> anything until you said i have to reevaluate life choices and i was like man, i know that or you can be like mr inquisitor says and be a man and just take a shot of whiskey without a chaser <laughs> uh mr inquisitor i am drinking whiskey straight currently yeah. i do that Normally, that's called my yeah. fun. I don't care. Drink. Yeah, that's not something that uh, I would I would generally say about Tom in terms of like his manliness. There's other reasons we can call his manhood into question. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's plenty of them. <laughs> but definitely yeah. not the whiskey drinking. <laughs> no, I I I put down. Sometimes I can put down enough whiskey to to kill a full grown anything. If if Tom were a fish, his fish bowl <laughs> would not have water in it. <laughs> It'd just have Irish whiskey. So Tom, anything you've changed on the list? Um, I I really do like the list. Um, I do miss having ghost kills because I oh that's another thing I had with stealth suits for the infiltration aspect. Mm -hmm. But the thing about the ghost kills is they they serve the same purpose as the vulture, where they're just annoying enough to do some damage, but they're not they're not at the biggest bait in the world or people do go for them. And then guess what? My Riptide Yavarin commanders go ham. Yeah. I've made that. Yeah. I've made that mistake before. The first time I was playing against Tau in the uh, tournament down Temecula, <clears throat> they both Tau players that were there. I played both. They both had ghost skills. And in both games, I went after the squishy ghost skills first to just to kind of get points. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, oh, it's probably a mistake because now I'm not getting the other points that I need, like the main points. And I'm not killing the stuff that's going to get them points. Because I didn't realize the ghost kills output was so bad. 
Yeah, it's it's bad, but the the insane thing though is um, w the what I like about them is if you make them tau step, first off they're overwatching on fives, and a lot of the time mm -hmm. they die to assaults or really up close and personal business, and so that makes them a little more deadly because oh, you, I might not have hit a shadow game, but I just hit you with two overwatch meltas. Right. Um, the other thing too is that like if if they do get marker light support or if you have all three of them focus firing a single target it's it's nuts they're amazing infantry killers and elites elite killers too yeah they were pretty good if i left them alive when i was because i was playing gray knights they would mow through strike squads so i think what i might do is i might drop i had the heavy burst cannon tied and it's it's a good tide variant but i don't know if i am sold on it so i might drop it and try and reintroduce at least two ghost kills and then fill out the third slot with um what's his face um uh, the stealth suits just so one unit the, just one unit maybe make it a bigger unit if i have the points so instead of three maybe four to six um because you put you put shield generators on any of those infiltrating minus one to hit units and mm -hmm. they just became so hard to uproot and that's actually what that was part of the reason that actually I think our the very first game of our league, Adam, you and I played each other, and that mm. was what pissed you off was the ghost kills. Yeah, shout out the ghost kills. Yeah, the yeah the ghost kills because I didn't. I didn't give I you didn't any target, other targets. No, I could have shot at the riptides and stuff, but the ghost kills were the closest, so of course you're the, the most. The, your initial reaction is to shoot at the closest thing to you because you think it's exactly. the most dangerous. Exactly. Which is why when I asked about the Stelsus, I'm like, I ain't going to shoot those things. They have minuses. I don't like minuses. I'm going to shoot at things without minuses, mm -hmm. which is why right. I shot at the Yavara and the Riptides instead. Right, but the difference is that the Ghost Kills, you can bring Meltas on them. So it's like, it's got a minus, but it's got a Melta. And now it's like, oh, maybe I should kill them. Nah, I'm still scared of the bigger things. <laughs> well, that's because you played, you played against me enough. That's why. So I might do that. In fact, I'm going to list those while we talk. Oh god, good. Maybe you'll be quiet. You you literally have been Doubtful. asking me questions. Danny, you, you literally haven't said a thing. <sighs> we need to I know when to stay in my lane. Alright, guys. <laughs> I know when to stay in my lane when we're doing it in person because Adam just kicks me in the shin. I don't have a shin kicker right now. So I don't know this what to do. It's too much fun. That's a fairly decent point. Um visual John. learner. Yes. You want to tell us about your fabulous army and how <laughs> how no, well it did? I won a couple games, okay? Get off my. I ass. think they were both against my brother. No, I won a game against. You won against me. Yeah, you That's won right. a game against you. You went first. I won a re-rack against Jeff, but we counted the first one as the game for the league. Oh, uh, okay. But uh, we re-racked, and uh, so I could go first. And guess what happened? You lost. I won. Because they're green knights. No, oh because I went first. John, I swear to God. Just, it's, it's not about going. Uh... It's, the, it's the way it is with that army. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the way it is. Period, but uh, you know, the with, when you bring when you bring a lie. list, I when you bring a like, like, yeah, when you bring a list like John and I brought with this with the uh, shadow sword, yeah, you have to. <laughs> you need to go first. When I played so against you... Danny, when I played against Danny and his Blood Angels, uh, he actually seized on me, and I basically lost the game. So when yeah, you play, I went first lists, against Danny too. You... <laughs> and I still lost too. <laughs> no, it's not when you play bad list. It's when when your when your bad list is dependent on something that shoots and can't really hide, yes. like a shadow sword. Really, like shadow sword. Right. As, as I don't know, I'm playing shadow sword. 
<laughs> so my my list is uh, adept uh, astromilitarium, um, the super heavy detachment. What the hell is that thing called? The Supreme Command. Supreme Command. Yes. The thing everybody hates. The Supreme Command with the Shadow Sword, um, two Primary Psychers, and Company Commander with the Kirov's Aquila, whatever, and the Command Shot. Right. Ragged. It's the CP farm, basically. But yeah. And then uh, I take a Battalion of Grey Knights with two Grandmaster Dread Knights, uh, three 10 man squads of Grey Knights uh, Strike Squads with double side cannons in each. And then I take one 10 man. That's um, all falchions and stormbolters, and then I take one eight-man squad with the storm with a uh, side cannon also. Um, so that way I can start to deploy some stuff on the board since the new FAQ, uh, and then I can still deep strike other stuff. So the, the the list basically requires me to be able to deep strike. Period, no matter what. Um, being able to gate still one unit first turn was nice. That was that was cool. It was also good in my last game against uh, Adam's brother John to screen out some stuff early on. Um, and then, that's, I mean, that's pretty much the list. The list is pretty simple. It's a CP farm. I spend tons of CPs making bolters and side cannons and stuff better. Um, yeah. And by letting my, uh, my my grandmasters shoot again or fight again when they die, that's a, that's what I use all the time because it's pretty good. <laughs> um, when you kill the thing in combat, if you're close to dead and getting to swing again, I'm killing you off too. Basically, we're going to trade. Um, Unless it's a Thunder, Thunder, uh, Blood Angel, Thunder Captain. No, I did that against Danny. I killed the Blood Angel, Thunder Captain in, in combat. You sure? Because the game oh, no, I saw, brother. I did it against your brother. Yeah, because the game I saw, he did the same thing to me, yeah. where he made all five of his three plus yeah. invulnerable saves. No, your brother's big Thunder Captain guy. I took out pretty. Easy. Oh, okay. Um, that's because he's just a guy. Yeah, that's true. He was just a dude. He wasn't. He's just a baller. But, uh, yeah, my games were fine. I mean, I won games. I lost games. There were some that were good, and there were some that were bad. It was a normal, normal league games. Um, so what changes are you going to make to the Army to make it better? I'm not. It's staying on top of where I've been in my <laughs> hobby closet. I literally came home that night, just like I told you guys I was going to do at the bar, and I took it out of the car, and I t- opened the empty top where bin I had for it, and I put it all in there, and I put it in my hobby closet, and now I'm building Necrons. Because <laughs> that was my plan the whole time, was to build the Necrons that I got um and play that for the next couple of months and take them to bao so yeah you see my open army here on the table being built the list i have right now that i'm play that i played against tom is most likely the my, the final form of that list it's it started with a bunch of lehman russ's tank, lehman russ tanks no i'm actually going to take chaos <laughs> so then why is there a final form of your list just because that's how it ended up from, from the where it started to where it ended so final four for this league, you mean? For this league, yeah. I may bring it out again. You never know. Sure, sure. Um, but I need to play chaos for the next league because uh, practice for Boise. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and but um, I was thinking uh, having the assassins help a lot. Not so much the Colexus, uh, but I haven't played against a Psyker army. Uh, anybody with Psykers yet. Um, but having the Calidus is amazing because of all, just especially if I'm hot rolling the pluses in the first. It'd be turn. interesting to see how it did against me running my Sigurds. The I would probably wreck you, especially yeah, after turn, you know. after turn. Well, after turn two, when the when the uh, Calexus comes in. I mean, your brother ran one against me, and it didn't really help him that much. Well, I have the Calexus and the Calidus. The Calidus has the special rule where I come within D three, D six plus three inches. And it's basically a character killer. 
John, I'm hoping that the Necrons are ready by the end of the weekend. Um, built. Maybe not primed, but built. Hopefully primed. They'll probably be, they'll probably be done by next week. <clears throat> Once you prime them, then, you know, they're basically yeah. painted. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing mine red and gold, but even then, the red and gold... Just make sure, make sure they're three colors. Yeah. I will make sure that they are three distinct colors. Danny has a sharpie. Layers in case of you colors need that any. I have to scratch off my model in order for you to see the underlying layers. Because <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. that's never happened. No, um, <clears throat> that doesn't happen. So, I, but I think Fake this. That, I think what I have right now is more or less. Uh, I have, I do have trouble with deep striking armies, even if they come in turn two, because I don't have enough bodies to screen out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see if if I happen to if I happen to win against Tom. Um, and I have to play Danny again. We'll see, we'll see how that goes. I don't think yeah. I make any changes. Um, just yeah, just use your guard to phase them out. I may actually, I may just drop the mortars because I don't think the mortars don't do too much. You just have ten guys. Well, the lead the the lead game uh, list is locked. So whatever you use no, against me, no, you the have playoff to. game is locked. <laughs> That's what yeah. I mean. That's what I mean. The playoff, whatever list you. Right. You use I against me. I haven't played you yet, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. So, so I well, just, like a, uh, well, then the the shadow sword is like a huge vulnerability against Danny. You're totally gonna beat me. So <laughs> just just don't even use the shadow sword, and then uh, yeah, you should be fine. I would just like know. to point out really quickly. Tom made a phase out joke, and he's too he's too young to remember phase out. Yes. <laughs> then I did it accidentally. What? Yes, it, it was accidentally. <laughs> he's too young to remember phase out, isn't he? Good lord. What? I because I did Necros a Necros used to have a rule where if three it was three quarters, right, Danny? No, it was uh no seven yes, three quarters. Seventy five percent. Seventy five percent, three quarters. If seventy five percent, meaning three quarters of your Necron army was dead, you lost. No, your your warriors. Your warriors. Right, your you or infantry. Oh right. no, I, 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 I know about that rule. Right. I, you guys have told me about that before, but I didn't experience it ever in yeah. person. It was uh pretty brutal. That's all you that was the way you won. Play back games. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when monoliths were good. Oh, yeah. I loved my trip monolith list. Yeah, the, the trip monolith, monolith was the meta. Versus I could say. Adam, Cuddle Bunny 455 says, what other weapon would you recommend on a Hellbrute with a twin LAS cannon? For the other hand, uh, if you're going long range, <sighs> maybe an auto cannon. Uh, it depends. It depends it, on points and Twin points you want to spend. That's what comes on it, right? Twin auto cannons. It comes with. It actually, it comes with a bunch of weapons. Okay. It depends. If you're gonna sit back and shoot, you can probably do a twin auto cannon or, or heavy filter. Um, if it's just gonna be fire support, mm-hmm. I te- I tend to run more aggressive with my hellbrut slash contemptors. So I just I like I used to run one with uh, power fist and the scourge. I think it's all Power about Spirit. those uh, deep striking Leviathan Death Watch guys. Uh, mine is on order. <laughs> I don't know. They kind of expect they're almost four hundred points for an elite army. That's makes it yeah. super elite. Yes. Well, that army is going to be super elite. Yeah, but I don't know if I'd use a, use up uh, all those points for a Leviathan. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm spending. I think it's three command points to deep strike. Don't it. don't rain on my Leviathan. I'm not. Not I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to do that. That was not what's going to come out of my mouth. Danny, what would you? Now you only played the one game, but what was your list, and what did you like about the turn of list you ran? Because it wasn't like um, the all fly runs all the time. No, I actually built it before the FAQ. Assume in the FAQ, mm-hmm. um, 
So it was three fly runs. Did you just assume um, my FAQ? I did, <laughs> and I was correct. So <laughs> my FAQ is not your prom dress, okay? Just, just saying. <laughs> wow. Like right. like oh, yeah, I thought we were. I thought we were going political for a second. My bad. That's fine. I like that. Okay. <laughs> continue, Danny. Continue. How many? Uh, <laughs> so I had three Chronos, three Chronos fly rents, um, to spread Shadow of the Warp and all that good stuff. Um, all of them pure DACA, which was a mistake, but it, it worked out okay. Um, now, why was it a mistake? Because you need them to be able to fight, like it, especially using twenty four strength six shots with no AP doesn't really do a lot to Marines at the end of the day. Okay. Uh, it just, especially without the reroll hit that uh, you know old tyrants used to have. So, yeah. you're yeah, just did, not they, did it work out well because you were playing Tau storm surges, or why did it work <clears> out okay? Uh, it would have worked out. I just it worked out well because I was doing enough damage with my hive guard, okay. um, and, and old one eye. So that's basically what won me that game was my hive guard, uh, and I had a Chronos Battalion, two Neurothropes, um, a bunch of cheap Termagants, and. Uh, you know, full unit of hive guard, and then a, um, and then a behemoth, uh, yeah, behemoth battalion of hormigons um, and rippers uh, for basically just board control and some strategy and um, strategy and shenanigans. But no my hive guard went super tech? hot. Hmm? No anti-psycho tech. That's Jormungandr, right? No, that's Chronos. No, that's Chronos. That is Chronos. Yeah. Okay. Which yes. was wasted on Tau, yeah. but it's still always nice to uh, have. Which It's the one that gets plus, that always acts as in cover if it doesn't advance or yeah, charge. That's or, right. that's right. um, and has really like good. Real, well, they're really great at tunneling because you can take, what is it, like 50 point, a unit, like a 50 point unit of um, Raveners and use that to basically deep strike in Brood Lords and uh, infantry. Nice. So you can use that. That's actually a really good way to use Hive Guard with shot cannons if you're really worried about like shadow swords because you can deep strike them in really close for cheap and then they you know do tons of mortal wounds to vehicles. Yeah, I feel like with the Tyranid Codex and Danny, you can absolutely correct me if I'm wrong. Has like when you when it comes to the new the new way they're doing the codexes where everything's got like multiple ways to build stuff. I feel like the Tyranid Codex has the most like types of detachments. Or mini factions within them that are the best, that are playable. I mean, like oh, space I, marines, I would... you, you you play ultramarines. You know? Yeah, because you're not going to play imperial fists. Right, and like even with necrons, like there's three standards. Don't tell Paul that. No, right. Paul knows. He knows. He just chooses to play his imperial fists. It's fine. Because um, he's going to win best painted. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, so like necrons have like three. I think chaos has like two. CSMs, I mean. Um, so, but I think uh, Tyranids have the most. Oh like, no, I playable think ones. Pretty much every every Tyranid high fleet, if you build it right, um, is a legitimate um, choice, and that's because I think Tyranids just over. Besides, maybe or actually, I think overall, can it have the most varied builds of any codex? Mm -hmm. I think Eldar is the strongest single codex still, but yes. Tyranids just like, especially if you can choose, if you get to choose your list and you know your matchups, like. Tyrannus can just be soul-destroying. Because Kronos mm -hmm. is great anti-psyker tech. Jorgander is great um, deep strike shenanigans as well as um, some resilience. 
Leviathan is super resilient for the objective game. Mm -hmm. uh, Hydra is really great for Horde and making horm really cheap Hormigon units actually somewhat dangerous in combat. Uh, Kraken is super fucking fast with Gene Stealers and Hive Tyrants. Um, and then who else am I missing? Gorgon. Gorgon can do some work if you like taking the weirder Tyranid monsters that don't get the natural reroll to ones to hit from Sighting Talons like Dimacarons and Haru Spexes and stuff like that. Okay. Or even Melee Tyrants with Rending Claws. Like that, they can <clears throat> actually get kind of scary just because they get to reroll ones to hit in Melee. Nice. So suddenly a hive type with, you know, your standard fly room just shooting and then the rending claws has a two up rerollable in melee. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Get some mileage out of those four attacks. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you had the time to play more of the games, you would have done much better in the league because that kind of a that army can be tailored much better than a lot of the other ones. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, they really excel in that league format. I just, yeah, I couldn't get to Pasadena. I mean, I only got to play Jeff because he does. He only lives like 20 minutes from me. Right. So I just yeah, go play yeah. at his house. Right. But actually having to drive out to Pasadena and then get, you know, just doesn't work. Um, unfortunately, right now. Yeah. yeah, that's that's tough. No, I love my chair. I, I I don't think I've been this happy with them since Nidzilla in 4th edition. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean they're yeah, just. Yeah, they had some doldrums for a long time there. Yeah, we had the fly runs. I mean, I still have seven fly runs, so, you know. Well, I mean, speaking, six and seven. speaking of codexes that had doldrums, though, I mean, one of the things, one of the reasons I couldn't complain as a Tau index player was because I was like, at least I'm not a fucking necro player. So, I, <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, I mean, honestly, I mean, but I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I personally would love to start talking about that uh, sure. just because, like, I feel like there's so much going on with them now. I mean, Hell, you just bought a whole list, John. <laughs> I did. I did buy the entire army that I wanted to do. Well, we, before before we make the switch, John, um, are there any changes? Because we start the league once we're done with the finals, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that what we're going to do for – oh, you mean the, in the finals themselves? Yeah, once – are, are you, are you going to start when the finals about to be played or just – because we're finished, oh, I play. Week? I play Tom on Tuesday, and then whenever whoever wins, whenever they're going to play Danny, probably the right. next day. So next week the new league will start. Next week, what we'll do is, um, is we'll have a like a free night to play, where if you come and play, you get bonus points for the next league. Mm -hmm. Like you'll start off with some bonus points on the ladder. I'm just mm -hmm. to, you know, okay. encourage people to come, and then I want to get some people's thoughts on stuff when we're there, um, and not be a total dictator about everything. Although I, I but that's will, your style. I will make. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I will make the final decisions. Okay, I will make all the. Final <laughs> so you're decisions. you're a benevolent dictator. I, it's the illusion of democracy. Yes. 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 Also, true, hello to true megalomaniac, um, which is ironic. I was I was teaching you about that today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we we're talking about Alexander the Great, and I was like, "Well, okay, we're going to use the term as a megalomaniac." Um, but so I want input on like. Jeff's idea of being able to uh, play one game a week. Only one? Yeah. Um, which I like and don't like for a couple of reasons. And then uh, he wanted to be able to like have them play. You can play as many games as you want, but only your best score counts. And I was like, no, because then what you end up happening, uh, which we have in other leagues that we've done, which is people just keep playing games until they have a max score. And right. They stop. And by people, you mean Danny Kwan. This was the, no, this, you, this you problem would, actually predates Danny Kwan, and actually Danny Danny Ruiz 
probably remembers this league because it was the fifth. It was when I was running the fifth edition leagues at Game Empire way back in the day. Oh yeah, I remember did that a couple because of I was doing that. That was before I. You were one of the people you know. doing that. You and I were yeah. doing that because I was working at the store and you were always at the store. Yeah, because I lived well, Danny... like fifteen minutes away and I. Yep didn't have a full-time job and I didn't wasn't married and I didn't have a kid exactly <laughs> well Dan, Danny Kwan did it like two weeks ago when we yeah. didn't have a limit on how many games you can play per week. yeah when I had the no limit on games you could play as many as you wanted yeah that's what he was doing right yeah. mm-hmm. so it's a different problem so we probably won't do that but we'll probably we might, no. we might try a league where you can play one one uh, game a week it doesn't have to be on but it doesn't have to be on Tuesday but in that league I think um, what I'm gonna do is uh, games played on Tuesday will give you a bigger bonus than just two points. Okay. I think um, something else, too, you could do, I mean, just throwing this out there, is uh, I'd say that if you're playing somebody higher ranked than you, you could probably get bigger bonus points, too. Or else you get a guy who's lost the first two weeks in a row, and they're looking at all the other scores, and they're like, you know what, I'm dropping because I'm not going to catch up. Yeah, I'm actually gonna, I'm actually thinking I'm going to do it where if you beat somebody who's higher on the ladder than you. Oh, you get the higher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should, you should get a, you should get a bigger bonus for beating somebody above you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was originally my intention, but I didn't word it that way. And then I was like, fuck, well, I'm not going to go back and like redo the whole thing. So you so had, been... you basically lived through what happens to GW every codex. Except I wasn't willing to go and FAQ it. No. Yes. So sort of. Yeah. So, so pre eighth edition at GW. Yeah. No, pre eighth edition. He just wouldn't say anything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, Tony. Um, Tony from Hammerhead Games Game says hi. Hammerhead Games. Check them out. Yes, for um, sure. They make all the cool, Tom, cool tokens and stuff we use. John, yeah. you play Necrons in the league? Yes, I will play Necrons in the league. Tom, you playing Tau? Uh, in the next league, I'm probably going to switch it up and play Dark Angels because uh, I've, I was using this league to figure out what I wanted to do for my tournament Tau list. I got a good idea of that. And now I kind of want to start going back on the Imperial horse and trying out uh, making the Deathwing Raven thing work a little better. I am um, switching to Chaos to practice for Boise Cup. Mm-hmm. Danny, you good, you think you might be able to come out for a game or two? Yeah, I'll probably make it work sometime. I'll bring my Tyranids as usual. Okay. Since since uh, John, you're switching. You're playing Necrons. I know I'm playing Necrons, but they're kind of on the back burner at this point. Yeah. Because yeah. um, of Boise. Which means I'll um, never get done. And you'll probably end up selling some of them to me. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't. I don't sell my armies anymore. Oh, okay. Right. I still. Um, do. I learned that lesson. Selling the Grey Knights and the Duchess Mechanicus or Astro Militarum because I don't want to paint them to sell them, and uh, nobody wants to buy Grey Knights. So. <laughs> um. What 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 is your preliminary list like anyway? Um. So Clopfoot asked, uh, "What dynasty the Necrons are going to be?" And the answer is, I'm going to paint them generic enough that I don't have to commit. Joan Collins. Yeah, we Joan Collins dynasty. <laughs> I don't. I don't like to paint my armies so that I have to commit to any one like chapter or whatever. This is something that I'm famous for or infamous for. If you're certain people. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wow. Alan says he's boycotting the next league, but he only played two games in the last one, so that's fine. Uh, yeah. So basically, uh, the result is the same. You're not yeah. there. Tony says to not let other people higher up on the ranks turn down games. We never had that. We problem. don't have that problem, Tony. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Everybody in our leagues want to play, even the people at the top. Um, I uh, Nefrek sounds good, Clopfoot. Um, yeah, but I wouldn't want to paint that either. So mine are going to be gold and red. Um, so uh, which ironically is kind of like Novak, which is the or Novak, however you want to say it, it was the assault one. Um, I'm probably going to run Mefret. 
um, because of the, the way this list I want it to work is going to be my effort. Uh, it depends, though, because I'm going to play the whole league with it. I'm going to try to play as many games as possible. Um, once once the second week or so of January, or June, January, Jesus, once the second week of June or so comes around, I should have time freed up to actually play in a couple of tournaments prior to getting to the Barry Open. Because um, that's your target. That's the target. The target is to take them to Barry Open and do well with them there. Um, but if, if I can't make Meffert work, then I won't play Meffert. Um, if I need to, you know pick up wraiths and destroyers then i'll pick up wraiths and destroyers if i need to pick up um i'm not gonna do flayed ones because i hate that um i don't like the aesthetic i don't like the idea behind it i don't find any of that appealing um so you're, you're just talking about the unit period like every aspect of it yeah i don't like it i don't and and i'm not one of those people who very often like this is stupid in the fluff and so don't play it like i played librarius conclave and i played a thousand sons um, were loyal <laughs> Right. <laughs> Literally played against Magnus guy did nothing that, that I again played against somebody who did said that. It's yes. like okay, right. dude. Um, uh, oh, Tony said that he meant for the lower rank players to get extra points to beat higher rank players, and then the strategic denial could lock in a win. I understand. Oh. Yeah, I guess if we're adding that mechanic, that could be a problem. Um, okay, well, I could just keep track of that and drop the hammer on people who refuse games. But the leagues are also small enough that I don't think it would be an issue because eventually they wouldn't be able to play anybody and then they lose their spot. Um, so, yeah, for me, I'm not one of those players who normally is like, that That unit is stupid, I won't play it. Like the Wolf Tide and Library's Conclave lists I was playing. <laughs> um, uh, but there's times where I'm like, you know what? I just can't. It's not a fluff thing. I just really don't like the whole idea of everything behind the flayed ones. I just think it's stupid. Mm. Um, plus the models jank. Well, the reason I mentioned it too is because they were actually one of the uh, Warhammer community article like focuses. They were like, "Oh my god, you guys flayed ones! Right. You could totally use them yeah. with these no models are great." And by the way, you can't buy them. And by the way, we're not making new ones. <laughs> so you know what? Whatever. Uh, I'd be running destroyers actually, except they're they're not available. Yeah. No. Oh. You can't buy destroyers anywhere. Um, they come in, they come in squadrons of three, boxes of three for 50 bucks and GW could have gotten $250 for me. However, they don't have them in stock, so they did not get my $250. So, oh well. Danny, uh, any changes for your bugs? Oh yeah. Um, I need to actually, someone I'm sure you and I don't have enough of is I need, I need to get another probably 20 gene stealers. So the new list I'm running is going to be. Uh, Craig, uh, yeah, no, yeah, sorry, Kraken Battalion mm-hmm. with two, uh, three fly rents, um, two squads of 19 G Steelers, and then a Ripper Swarm, and then a Kronos Battalion with six Hive Guard, Exocrine, two Zone Thropes, or two Neuron Thropes, and then like 90 Termagants for Chaff, and just have my shooting in the back, sit there, you know death and have a lot of pressure with the super fast gene stealers on the first turn and if i really need to i can actually hide them spore nodes or whatever mm-hmm. uh, on the first turn to kind of if i know i'm going against a lot of anti-infantry and yeah so i think that'll work it's actually after i built that list like a week later i saw nick nanavati and matt roots like list discussion of tyranids and we're building lists more or less 
game. So that's at least a sign that it's a decent list if those guys are yeah. working with it too. If they're doing it, you're probably on the right track. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's great when you get that that validation of other people having the same ideas as you do, whose opinion you respect, which is something I never feel as a Tau player. <laughs> well, Paul, because I don't hear like, oh, what do you guys think of this? It's more like really just badly, badly broken English asking the most inane questions slash, well, everybody's limited to three, but we're limited to one per detachment. So we're still worse off. Thanks, Reese. <laughs> oh god they're cancer they are such cancer <sighs> like i said i may have to build a tower please i mean jeff i i love that people. i loved that jeff did it i love that he ran three storm surges and did it well and like he fully admitted today like to our chat was like oh yeah it's totally not my play style blah blah i'm like well, you didn't play it like it wasn't your play style. You played it well. Like, well, that's why Jeff finished eighth at the LVO, and none of us yeah. have done that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it helped that I didn't go, but, you know. Well, I was I judging, so. Uh, if it's in February, there's a shot. It's uh, in February. It's like February 8th. So you're saying there's a chance. If it's in February, I'm, there is a chance, yeah. Uh, uh, the only it's in February 8th. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. If I'm it's February 8th, uh, okay. That's kind of screws me, but. I'll figure it out. Why? Uh, oh, because that's the no, it's the start of the oh, ninth. God. Would be the start of Tony. I, that Monday would be the start, so I'd have to, I'd have to fly out. Early. Yeah, Sunday. Tony, drive there was one know. point where I, in seventh or eighth edition index tau, I actually said that seriously. So I'll confess that he did Tony. So, yes, but we all I, kind of respected him for it because he wasn't doing badly. He wasn't one of the Tau guys who was constantly losing and saying he was playing in hardcore mode. He was actually winning and saying he was playing in hard mode. So that's good. See, don't say I don't ever say anything nice about you, Tom. Well, no, I'm talking about Paul McCovey. No, Uh. (laughs) and there's the illusion of friendship. Yeah. So Tony also said that I should just never say anything nice about Tom. Tesseract vaults, but I'm not going to play the Deceiver in three Tesseract vaults because I've said this before and I'll say it again. I don't want to buy, build, or transport three test rack vaults. <laughs> and then have it get uh, nerfed by GW. Yeah, and then have them get nerfed by GW in, in, in the September FAQ. So. Uh, Clopfoot <laughs> said that Necron Destroyers are in stock now. Say what? I'm going to and Games Workshop. And... Yeah. I just got an email from um, Frontline Gaming today, actually, because I was emailing back and forth about, like, hey, do you think you do know when that's going to happen? Like, and they were like, no, we have, they don't get any insider info about when stuff's going to come back in stock, I guess. But, okay, let's see. Uh, where's Necrons? you got to sign up for the email. Email the alert. Tom, what are you going to do for Dark Angels? Um, for Dark Angels, I'm definitely going to keep running Ravenwing. Uh, I really, I really did like running them. Deathwing Knights, when I was running them, they hit like a damn truck. But getting them into close combat sucks. And I've talked about... fast attack? Uh, the Ravenwing are fast attack. No, destroyers. Oh, destroyers are heavy. I listen to you. No, they're things. fast attack. Yeah, they're they're fast, fast attack. Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, heavy destroyers are destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, heavy destroyers are somehow says temporary allowed to stock online. Derp is derp, you guys. Um, I'm looking at the page right now, and I have the page displayed. I, I can see it. Yeah. Temporary allowed to stock. Who's Aww. the liar that said? Clock. You gotta click on the you, unit you and say. The thing is, like he's, he's saying, click on it. I know, but when you click, but if you put it in your cart and go to order them, apparently you can't. You just, get an just, email. Just click on it, John. Just, 
Just click on it, do it. <laughs> no, but you want me to Adam, to my, answer yeah, the rest of the question. Do you want me to my credit card info live on Twitch? <laughs> yes. Yeah, please do. <laughs> and that could be one of those horror stories about people who put their things in live <laughs> on Twitch and then have all their life fall apart. So... I, I had so uh, one of the one I actually own a TFG heirloom for those who don't know, which is Danny Ruiz's awesome Elysians list. And what with getting married and such and having storage space, I'm like, I was like thinking of selling it. And you know, I asked him, I was like, hey, dude, do you mind if I sell it? And he's like, yeah, no, I mean, life's life, you gotta do what you gotta do. And the other day, I was thinking about Dark Angels, and I was like, you know what really goes well with Dark Angels? Elysians, <laughs> really. I, I, I think so. I think there's a synergy there insofar as you have Dark Angels on the board. You uh, even post fact, you have Dark Angels on the board, you kind of use the Raven Wing in a very moot manner where you just kinda like grab some objectives and stay out of sight and then turn two, boom, you rush out with the Raven Wing with Sammy, and then you've got Elysian Valkyries and Vultures just dropping. Um, and per a recent FAQ the veterans can disembark when the Valkyrie disembarks as well. Sounds like more importantly, more importantly, they can't get shot by anything that stratagem. That right, because right, then all because the, all that stratagem can shoot is the Valkyrie. So apparently, when you click on the thing to order it, the availability says it's in stock. So we're gonna see what happens when I order one. Not live on the internet. Not, and and, and uh, there's no way, Tony, that I'm giving you my mother's maiden name and last one to just my social security number. <laughs> you can trust Tony. Yeah. Tony, I trust uh, the rest of the internet. I don't. He'll just oh. give... Yeah. Huh. So apparently I ordered a Necron Destroyer Squadron. <laughs> and we're going to see if I get an email show, telling me yards. it's out of stock or what. So let's, we'll, we'll see. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks, this, this, I appreciate Mr. Inquisitor, I agree. Abaddon is a great Dark Angels compliment. <laughs> <laughs> See, Tom only really cares about Tau and the fluff. He plays Dark Angels because he thinks they like look cool. No, that's actually... <laughs> he, likes, no, he likes the robes. Okay, that is not true. Reminds him of college. That is, that is not... Okay, we didn't have hoods, <laughs> but we did wear cinctures. So, but no... <laughs> <laughs> no. Were you also part of the Castrati there, Tom? The you, the cantata Castrati? No. <laughs> Luckily, my voice wasn't good enough. Um, no, I, no. Are you kidding? I, the Tau the Tau fluff is fun. I love I love the entirety of the 40k fluff, honestly. And 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 quite honestly, I mean, I tear. I have a metro ride that takes a decent amount of time in the morning, and I just I've been tearing through Horus Heresy books. To the point where all of the compilations I've been skipping because I'm like, eh, I don't want to read a compilation. I'm now like, well, I guess I gotta buy and read the compilations oh, now. There's, <laughs> there's, a, there's, uh, a, there's a couple early ones. Yeah. yeah. No, there there are some really good ones. Hey, Actually, right now. Really advanced the storyline pretty well. Oh, no. I mean, I what is it? One of the Karn the Betrayer short stories was amazing. Uh, and it was I actually listened to it on uh, audiobook. Is it the one where uh, he meets Angron? No, Is not oh well, yes. Oh yes, I read that one. I loved that one. And it actually makes you realize that Angron's like a person and not just this rage machine. <laughs> it makes you realize that the Emperor was like, uh, you know what? This guy's nuts I'm out here. Good well, luck, guys. And, <laughs> yeah, and that scene in uh what is it, Master of the Webway, where he's talking talking to Arkan Land and he's like, Hey, you see this? And Arkan Land's like, Oh my god, yeah, I get that what that is. He's like, Can you fix it? He's like, I don't know. And Emperor's like, Yeah, I can't fix it either. Okay, bye. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but uh, no, no. I, I've I've also been listening to recently uh, the War of the Beast on audiobook. Beast arises. Beast arises. I keep freaking calling it that. That's the second time you've corrected me. Um, okay. And I get used to it. No problem with that. No, I know. That's, no, I'm <laughs> fine with being corrected, but uh, just wear a hotel rope at your chest and say you're coughing. Yeah, it's not a like, That's amazing. Um, no, it's uh, no, it's really good. I really, I really enjoy it, and it actually makes the officio assassinorum look so badass. Yeah, there's also uh, the one where they try to Jack assassinate Horus. So good. good too. Say that again, John. There's also the one where they try to assassinate Horus. That's pretty good. Too. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, that's, um, uh, I think Nemesis. Nemesis. Yeah. yeah, Nemesis. That one is that is one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. One day we'll have succeed, a. Because that bitch deserved to die. <laughs> Am I right, Spoilers. Adam? Well, when he comes back, you'll you can yeah, yeah. When, when Horace comes back. back, that's not he's happening. He's already God. been if, back. If Horace comes back. I'm rage quitting 40k. Fabius Bile brought him back once. He can do it no, again. No, he cloned him. That's not the same thing. Still brought him back. Nope. He still remembered. Nope. If hey, if so, if... <laughs> it's okay, John. Just wait until you quit at the same time I get so pissed off at everything that I just quit, and then we'll start playing Malifaux together. I'm not playing any Malifaux. Or, or Saga. Okay, so I might actually be interested in playing some Saga if I have the time. Saga's, <laughs> Saga's a good game. Yeah, yeah no, they're, no. Coming out with, they're coming out with a new edition. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I, I, would, I would totally, and, I, if and I I'm had the time. I'm also not opposed to playing play that, that other game, Adam. The one... Um, uh, Blood Red Skies? Yeah, I'm not opposed to that. I just don't have time to do that kind of stuff. It's the same thing with like Flames of War. I'm not opposed to playing Flames of War as long as it's World War II Flames of War because I'm interested in that kind of stuff. Right. I just mm-hmm. don't have the time to play like a bajillion yeah, games. Yeah, I, I still got to put together the scale uh, USS Hornet. <laughs> Did you really order one? No, I didn't. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> <But> I... <laughs> it would be cool. I would totally do that, but you know. We can. I mean, after. I got to find I, some... I got to check the scale there. I'm waiting for some AOS. I'm waiting for Iron Harvest to release a tabletop game. You know, that would really be awesome. Like, I really like. Uh, I haven't played the board game, but I love the design. For which one, Tom? The Iron Harvest. Oh yeah, yeah. I really like Age of Sigmar, Danny. But if I'm gonna play another game, I don't want it to be another GW game that's like exactly like 40k. Not like the newly announced Rogue Trader. No, like it looks cool, but I'm not gonna play it. That's just Kill Team, I think. Blood Bowl would be fine. I would play Blood Bowl. New Blood Bowl's fun. That's a GW game I would play. But if I'm going to play something else, I probably would want to play something historical. Just because that's mm. like, you know, I like history, obviously. Saga. Yeah. Saga, yeah. Saga's a good one. Saga, would be, Saga I would uh, be yes. Blood and Plunder is another interesting one. That's, that's a good the, one, too. It's Arby, John doesn't like, like sailboats. You don't like when somebody takes your booty? I don't like ships. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> Which is ironic because I have to teach a large section of history where everything is basically sailing ships. Like, I'm I don't ever get ships. to talk about anything with sailing ships until I talk about the Civil War and I get to talk about ironclads. Or the, See, you don't want to play wooden ships and iron No, I don't want to play with any wooden ships. Stupid no folks with their sails and they're going all slow. They're lining up in the ocean shooting at each other. Yeah, you, have to remember, you have to remember, Adam, he has not yet begun to salt. No, God, <laughs> you're on a roll today, Tom. Rogue Trader looks like a free-moving version of Shadesfire. 
Yeah, I guess so, Tony. Yeah, we'll have to see how it how it pans out. I, I don't. I guess that's their their version of Kill Team. That's the new Kill Team, I guess. Road Trader is. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's the thing. I didn't. I didn't get Some that of those because models looked really cool. I'm not gonna lie. They did. It's more Nurgle stuff. Well, the thing I didn't get the Kill Team too. vibe though. It felt more like Necromunda, if anything, because uh, yeah. well, because Kill well, because Kill Team. Um, yeah, because the doors, because the kill team specifically came with three, like, oh, screw you guys. Three I was overlapping at John George's comment. Oh. What Gun lines in the ocean. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Oh, my God. Yes, actually, that's one of the oh, my God. I don't like the Age of Sail. It's gun lines uh, in the ocean. It is. Where are you? Oh, gun lines came to planes, okay? I think, um, I think Rope <laughs> I think Rogue Trader is is no Rogue Trader because it says it says skirmish the forty k universe or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but but Kill Team had like that whole like you use the actual GW terrain. You still moved like like this is a it, maybe I would actually compare it more to Betrayal at Kelf. Mm, Just yeah, from the no, pure visual, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's gonna game, maybe or or um. Or, or it would be called? like Necromunda in terms of it starts out like a board game and then you but you can play without miniatures. Sure. I mean, without without yeah, a board game. Or if it stays a board game, I'd actually also compare it to Space Hulk. Because of the doors. Because I feel like the door like the doors are important. Space <laughs> Just Hulk is purely doors. based on aesthetics. Is now, <laughs> yeah, just based on the board. doors. I'm a I told you in the very beginning of this podcast I said I'm a visual person, so oh, that, that's it. That's why you play Tao. Wait, what? I don't get it. Okay. Most pleasing, isn't it? Uh, I mean, well, I mean, let's put it this way: when you when you see it, of 40k over the grim dark. Uh, I don't know. Primaris models look sexier. Yeah, that's true. I like I, playing. I, mean, I like playing out of brother John just so I can play against Primaris models. <laughs> I almost spit out my drink. That was Pretty good. soon, I'm gonna have to play against all kinds of Primaris Death Watch. Hell yeah. But they're probably all going to be painted like blue and green and red and purple and nonsense. Not that hard to paint black, trust me. It's not, but people aren't going to do it. There's um, already people posting pictures of their like green salamander armies going like, hey look, my death watch. And it's an ultramarine in blue. It has green <laughs> salamanders. Yeah, we're, we're, getting, we're going back to the ultra scars uh, mm-hmm. time. Are you like Adam? Were you still pine for the days of Chaos 3.5 Codex? So you tend to buy the models that are from that era. Or maybe you're like John, who plays just about every army so much that, like the saying goes, he's like a doorknob, every army gets a turn. Then you want to go to trader-a.com. It's an easy and convenient way to sell your used models and games. And the transaction is easy. Just send them a list of what you have and pictures of your models, and he'll get you a quote. Ship it, and after he checks it over, you'll receive a payment over PayPal. It's a quick and easy way to get rid of your fantasy Age of Sigmar or 40k models. Captain A has been part of the 40k community in the Northwest region for a number of years, so he has been here for a while and doesn't plan on going anywhere. He pays as much as 40% more than other resellers on the market, and it's a quick and easy way to get rid of your Warhammer and fantasy and AOS models. If you don't want the hassle of eBay or other similar sites, and you're like Danny who likes to build armies, never play them, and then sell them back, then Trader-A.com is for you. Again, that's Trader-A.com. Moving on. Yes. As much as I like <laughs> to talk uh, other game system, other game, especially historical games. Um, we had a... We... 
I don't know how to say this. We had a we had a, a tournament, a, a, a grand tournament, that decided to wait until the morning of to make announcements that made changes to the way the game was played. Correct. Uh, more importantly, it made changes to how the terrain was played. Correct. Um, and it caused a bit of a stir. Go on. Um, <laughs> and I, I understand why they did it. What, what basically what they said was they counted all terrain. I understand why they did it because they don't want to invest in terrain. Understood. It, <laughs> uh, they they made all terrain except I think like rubble, the small some of the small things, uh, infinitely infinitely high, uh, which was to encourage line of sight block. Uh, because this particular copied out of the fourth edition rulebook. Yeah, I was going to say just a time warp to two thousand five. Which, to be honest, in my opinion, is when this tur- this tournament was actually last week. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Shots I didn't fired. The, I didn't name the tournament. Although saying shots fired is appropriate. Considering <laughs> <laughs> and also it fits with our previous conversation about gun lines and boats. Yes. <laughs> well, but, speaking um, of gun lines, Gulliman has also joined Mr. Inquisitor's Primaris Death Watch. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> It's his watchmaster. I'm I'm betting right now. Um, but but the re- the reason I mention it is as uh, Danny uh, Danny John and myself, other than judging LVO, as you know, John runs the tournament or the the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I help run the events. Danny helps run the events at, at our local store, and it's something that came up, and there was a bit of a discussion about it and whether. In my opinion, if and we've talked about it, if anyone's going to run tournaments, if you are going to make any changes, be sure to announce them before the tournaments start, before the morning of the tournament, before the before the weekend of the any tournament. Any major format changes like that or mission changes need to be at minimum two weeks out, in my opinion, or a week. Like, mm-hmm. you can't do that, even like the day before. Hey, all you people traveling to this event, uh, by the yeah. way. You, some of your lists are now stupid. <laughs> well, they, they, I mean, they made the the format, the army format, change well in advance when they said no. Uh, Which was totally Imperial fine. Chaos, chaos soup. Um, so I don't know why they waited till that morning. I don't know if they decided that well, maybe we should do this after looking at the terrain because this particular tournament does not have. They have tables that have a lot of lines terrain they have tables that are literally may as well be planet bowling ball because they don't have any line of sight block terrain right and i so guess to make it on 2.0 yeah i i guess my, i mean but, but no go ahead as i was say my gut feeling on this was that when they were setting up and people were looking at the tables someone or enough people or at least one one or two people who are highly influential probably saw the table this is fucking stupid, yeah, bro. Or the, yeah, like, I think it was the just, people who were there the giving night before wins to shooting armies. And the organizers and the TOs just caved, right? They just yeah. made a knee-jerk reaction of like, oh my god, we were criticized, what do we do? Well, yeah, and there <laughs> right. were probably all the people playing the night before, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Are you seriously well, playing on this trash? Oh god, what do we do? Oh, let's well, the, get out the, our fourth edition rulebook and look for a solution in there. <laughs> the key is to have, like, that person you can just blame it all on. And now you all know why I'm here. This is true. <laughs> this is true. The the other thing, um, uh, and that's why, yeah. If and someone else is posting in the chat that if it's a major GT, it should be like a month. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, um, if it's if it's any event where you anticipate and encourage people to travel to your event, oh, yes. you have to make everything up front as clear as you can because it's, it's just a bunch of locals derping around. Change all yeah. the things day of you want. It's locals. Nobody cares. Yeah, if it's an RTT, it's not that big of an issue. That's why our our, our local we allow. If it like for instance, the Death Watch code is, comes out uh, this coming Saturday. Yeah, so you can use that's when that's when our uh, local GT our local RTT. It's mm-hmm. also this Saturday, um, but we're allowing the Death Watch Codex to be used. Which means that that Saturday, I'm not going to hit a single market because everyone's just going to well, okay. stratagem me. <laughs> no, because that strat. That, remember, you can only use that stratagem once once per. You can only use it once. Right. You have, right. To use I, it, you have to use it immediately after. So if he doesn't use it, and then you use the uh, stratagem that lets you roll the D3 extra extra marker lights, if you don't shoot at that unit again, he can't get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, he has to because, and that's the thing, and it works actually perfectly. And this is something that Tau players forget about marker lights: is you're supposed to roll them one at a time. The reason being is because marker lights affect themselves, which was mm-hmm. a huge oh, right. deal, like when that, like to me at least, when it came out. So I specifically roll them one at a time. Uh, Adam, you saw me doing that constantly, except you saw I me going from. Attention. Well, no, but you saw my face going from oh, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, oh. Malifaux. Yeah, and I remember being like, <laughs> "Why are you rolling these one at a time? You're already killing me. Can you just move the game along so we can leave?" <laughs> yeah, because they're right. resolved one at a time, and, and you have to use that strategy mm-hmm. after they get shot at. They get hit, basically. Right. Yeah, so it's it's for the 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 conscientious <laughs> Death Watch player will know when to remove the marker lights. Right. Basically, right. if they're rolling them one at a time and they hit five. Right, yeah. but if they only, but it, yeah, it's gonna come down to that. It's gonna come down to, it's gonna be a timing issue. Like, do I do it now? Do I do it? Wait and see if he shoots at him again. But if I do that, mm-hmm. especially with the one, especially with the one, um, like you said, the strategy you you the Tau have that allows for an additional deep. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, I hit three marker lights. That's I'm probably gonna hit that one. Yeah, you know. Uh, also, funny Tony, you say that because. I, what did Tony say? Because nobody well, else will know. He was talking about how the one one at a time marker light thing made people piss. But for me, I never heard that because there's not a lot of top players in my meta, so it's not like people would have seen that as much. Slash, yeah, we don't have a lot of top players. It's basically top. Yeah, it, it really yeah. is just me. And then and then uh, maybe the wayward top player who wanders into the store or the, for a turn. Yeah. Uh, well, what is it? There is that one guy who comes in every now and then. He comes up with a really interesting list idea, Josh, and he's like the nicest guy in the world. Yes, yes, Josh. I think I this is his name, Josh. Name, yeah. yeah, I don't remember it, but he's like he is a he's ugh, such a delight to play against, and and but still good. Like like he almost like he's like beaten me once or twice slash like come close to beating me in other ones where it was close. Like he's a good player too, but he's just like the most jovial person ever. The uh, the other thing that that uh, I guess occurred. Um, at the tournament was uh, one of the, one of the players that we know. The and we same one with. with the infinite high terrain. Yeah, it's the same one. Um, the infinite what? Oh, the, the high terrain. Infinitely high terrain. Uh, like terrain. So basically, in terms of that, just be sure if you are going to run a tournament, whether it's local, well, especially if it's a, a larger, if it's a large tournament, a GT, or it doesn't have to be a GT, but let's say you have a thirty-plus player RTT, try to get out the info, any changes as early as possible. I mean, another example is the BAO when they had the first FAQ and they allowed it, you know, five days before the event. Hmm. 
Yeah, that, I don't know. Whatever. FAQs are different. I think I feel yeah. FAQs is like this is a change being made to the game mm-hmm. by the actual people who made it, so you were to play the game that way. Okay. I don't. I think I think uh, most do that. Like I think they did. Uh, I think that tournament did five uh, the week before, so the FA the FAQ came out the Monday after their deadline, and so they include it, which is fine. Um, because they did say hey, if it doesn't come out before this date, and you know we won't include it. But in the other, so just be sure if you are going to run events uh, to get all the information out as soon as possible. Don't wait until two days before the event to uh, make any announcement that in regards to the event, right. just to give people plenty of time to adjust or even decide if they, as opposed to making a long drive, especially we where we play in our area. Mm-hmm. Um, where you're driving sometimes an hour to uh, there and back, and then all of a sudden they make this change and your army is more or less useless. Um, it can leave, it can leave, it, and what ends up happening is they start bad mouthing or you know uh, the, the the store, yeah. and it affects how many people go to that store, go to that event. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I talked to a couple get on people a podcast there. and talk about how they made stupid decisions in the morning out. <laughs> uh, well, I never said who it was. And I've talked. And there's a couple <laughs> I, didn't, players, I didn't name names. I don't there's a couple names. people that we talked to that that they said they're pro- they're not going back because of. Um, well, I would th- go to that one period, so it doesn't matter. Well, we have I history. feel vindicated. So <laughs> you always is... find a way to feel vindicated. You know what? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything to deny that. <laughs> this is one of those moments that. where John's salt becomes brine. <laughs> it just reached its final self-gratified moment of, of justice. How did you know how I take my bath in the morning? <laughs> you know what? Maybe it's because I do him too. The, uh, the, other, the other issue that, I, that uh, seemed to have come up was not so much a, a tournament-wide issue, but just uh, something, uh, someone, a story that someone related to us in regards to to their judge staff um, that oh, yeah, they asked a question regarding, you know, whatever rule or whatever. And the, the person they asked didn't seem to know the answer. Um, and the, I don't remember John, the answer, they decided to ask somebody else. Yes. And the head the judge basically went and found somebody else to answer the question. That wasn't a judge or was a judge? I don't know. It was vague. And, and even even though there was they they may have been incorrect in ruling which which to me to me it doesn't matter um, um i think the way they handled it probably uh, could have been a little bit better if if you don't know the answer um i usually don't say i don't know and that that's actually something they train us at work to do is don't say i don't know because then they don't think you know anything right exactly um you can ask you just say hey i just need to get a second opinion or just say i think it's like let me get a second opinion yeah. from another judge that way you can both confer about it and it's not just something that uh... yeah i like to phrase it as do you want the answer do you want the right now answer or do you want the right answer like i'm willing to just give you a right now answer so you can continue your game or I'm willing to go confer and make sure that it is the absolute correct answer. Right. And yeah, and that's yeah. that's usually that's usually what, what I do. Danny, how do you usually handle a, 
No, yeah, I, I never say I know. It's do you want my snap decision now, or would you like me to? Um, would you like me to confer with the, you know, confer with whoever, or do further research the topic to give you a, a more detailed answer? Right. Yeah, because right. In, in the in the in the current in the in the era, it looks like we're moving into where time really is becoming more of an issue, mm-hmm. especially as we move towards chess clocks. Um, it. it it's, is a, it is a relevant question to ask someone on a snap decision or researched decision. Yes. And if you're the player, it's up to you whether you, you run that risk. If a snap decision may not, they, they may be wrong after you, after the fact. Um, but if, if you're willing to take that risk just to get the game going, because remember that I don't, if the, I believe the clock stops. In the current ITC format, the clock stops when you call the judge over. Right. That. Uh, there's something like that, but I don't think it's exactly. Yeah. Well, but we can't stop. Even if we do, we can't stop it. Right. I think this, the yeah. clock can only be paused by the judges the way they phrase yeah. that, right? Okay. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't. I would throw more of a hissy fit about that since I think that the clock should never stop unless the judge purposely allows it. it. Right. And I think that's the way it's phrased. I think it's phrased that if a judge comes over for a question at the judge's discretion, they may stop the clock or something like that. I'd have to look it up. I don't remember exactly. (laughs) Thank you. Don't memorize stuff. Um, No. You know what? I actually stopped because that's why you have the books out. That's just for reference. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, yeah, Tony's I got a good everything. point. Yeah. Tony says that um, most people just want a third party to make a ruling. They generally don't care what the ruling is. They just right. want to move on. Right. And, right. and that's why if, if for those that do read, read my article on Frontline, um, that one article was that the judge is always right at that time. Yeah. So as long as is, – so if you're the judge, even if you're not sure, if you make the decision and you and, – and just make the decision because that's all uh, – because that's all they want to hear. They just want to hear. They just want a decision so they can keep on playing. Yeah. Right. Now, I, I have had instances where people will still argue with me and tell me I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> and and you and and this happened at, at LV this past LVO and my response was, and they were looking for the right answer. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Come find me when you have the right answer. And I just walked. Turns out I was right. <laughs> not that I keep track or anything. Sure. But sure, um, uh huh. I do get an apology every tournament, every LVO. Really? Oh, yeah, I do too. I get yeah. several. Whether yeah, I always it, get those too. Like, whether the people get heated or whatever. Regards a ruling or them saying a curse word either at me or, or in my general direction. Yeah. Usually, uh, um, I, no, I get the apologies for usually most people don't swear at me. Um, <laughs> they just get salty and get yes. kind oh, of chippy. Right. right. And then it's mm-hmm. like, hey, sorry, I was kind of a jerk, right? And that's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. As the past LVO is the only time, actually, the entire time we've been judging, I've had anyone actually directly curse me at. Yeah, that's a whole other issue that it's we very address issue, yeah. in the future, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. we'll talk. We'll talk about off off air. Yeah, because that, that, that goes into what what I talked about uh, last uh, when we talked after we talked about uh, the judge guidelines. Right. Yeah. So I'm still working on the draft for that. So we'll, we'll have that out soon. Cool, cool. Um, but uh, just just as in, as for in my advice, just if you are gonna run it, run a tournament or run a RTT or even help run a judge a DG 
GT. Um, even if you think your answer is not wrong or right, you know, just be confident with what you what you give as an answer. Right. Yeah, um, don't don't completely give away your authority of like I don't know. Um, right. Go ask some other person because then it becomes well. Then why should I listen to you if you make a call? Right. Right. Like what you whether you're you're just a part of being a judge is just accepting like you you know you have to stand tall in front of the man and say like this is my decision and be fine with that right be yeah. confident in the decision even even if they allow your opponent to take back some moves uh take back a charge move when they're assaulting uh it's just something you have to kind of live with and not complain about right john nope <laughs> nope 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 <laughs> but uh but other, I mean, that those were the two uh, issues that I, that I noticed um, from at least that tournament or any. I haven't seen anything from any other tournaments. Um, there haven't been GT. too many big like organizer level snafus. No, um, London GTs had posted up all their lists, all three hundred. Nice. Um, I like that. That's good. Currently being crowdsourced, I guess. Yeah. Whether that's good or bad, I don't know. We'll see. Um, mm-hmm. Um, can I ask, at, as a non-judge to the judges, uh, when you give a ruling, do you provide the reasoning behind it, or do you just say, my will be done? It depends, depends on the question. Depend, yeah, it depends on the question. Some are more cut and dry, and just, some yeah. requires explanation as to why. Right, this is yeah. how this works. Yeah, because yeah. it lends more weight to your decision. This okay. is how this works. Why? Because it's you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of the we times it's that. like, why does this work? Because the rule says this. <laughs> <laughs> That's like and sometimes what? my response online. Well, why is it that way? The rules. <laughs> yeah. Just um, take a lot, look. It's in a lot the of book. Time, yes. A lot of times it is like that because that yeah because the way the rule is worded or right. they fail to want to read the rule or they willfully um, misread it or like like yeah. Or they only read the part that benefits them and not that part that yeah. they that finish them. reading to the bottom of the rule. <laughs> yeah. Don't just stop. I actually do that a lot. Tony has yeah. a Drukari question, rule question, and then we should move oh. on to Necrons, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've brought a time, so uh <laughs> <laughs> Thank you he very says, much. Does this counter spell from Drukari go away in regards to access when a Yanari character is added to the detachment? Uh, is it the counter spell or is it the not the counter CP? I, I think he means the counter CP. If you street, if you, I mean, because stratagems seem like spells, cast them like instants in magic. Sure, I think that's what he means. Do you mean the CP, Tony? There's a delay, so he's gonna answer in a second. I assume. Well, hmm. well, isn't well? Let's 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 lay the groundwork first isn't isn't when when you add a drukari element to your your nari detachment isn't one of the explicit rulings or wordings say this unit loses the drukari keyword it's in the it's in the new rules for how to build a yanari force oh because the whole soup thing that's right yeah it's oh my god it's crazy it's in the faq i think that I think that might be part of it. Hmm. Tony, okay, just as an FYI, uh, Danny is the strat that has three CP to drop, stop a stop a strat. I guess 
Okay. Oh, okay. That's that's the uh, Vect one. Yeah. I um, the let me see. Hold on. Because you need a black heart. You need a black heart uh, detachment. I think it keeps its Drukari keyword if you put out a Yanari to it. Right. I think they keep. Hold on, I have to look at the FAQ. Hmm. You you keep the you, you. I'm pretty sure you keep you. They become Yanari, but they keep the Drukari. They keep the keyword, right? You keep the keyword, and then the, but they lose the um, abilities from that keyword. So is a stratagem and a is a stratagem a benefit? I think it still does. Depends on what your definition of is is. Oh yeah yeah. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I like the chuckle I got it. <laughs> totally worth it, right? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Um, oh man, that's a good one. So it's okay to so get back I, to you with research and PM. Yeah, we'll probably. Do you want a quick answer? Or do you want a research answer? Instead of get research. And hey oh. Um. We'll ask. We'll yeah. ask around. We can post it later into our. My uh, from, from what I remember talk. from the FAQ without getting at it off right now, um, I think they still keep it because you keep the Drakari. Right. And you still, but do you lose the cabal? Do you lose base? But I think you lose the chapter test. Yeah, I don't know. If you lose the chapter test, then you can't because you're no longer cabal of the black uh, black heart. And right. yeah, that's right. now you're now you know. And I'm currently holding a Necron warrior's arms together. Well, that's that's my impression, right? Is that you'd have to have Yanari specific stratagems that apply to a Yanari detachment. It's not like. Because think of it this way, right? If I have a guard army and a, uh, what is it? Like a, a space marine army, right? I mean, sure, they can be attachments. I can use both of their <coughs> respective stratagems together. But even if one of them is ambiguous enough to say infantry, I can't apply it to like tack marines if it comes from the guard codex. Or am I right. thinking about it different, like incorrectly? I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's my impression because you couldn't, you couldn't rock it that way. Yeah. I don't know. I really would have to read it all up and read all the FAQ. It everything. says um, they have to be the warlord, or your warlord is your brain, the Vishar Arn. You can include any of these models in any Krakos, Harlequins, or Drukari detachment, provided that the detachment does not include any of the following. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. uh, you include these models even even if you are using the Battle Brothers match play rule. Which doesn't exist. Well, if they are included in an attachment. All Aldar units gain the Yanar. They just gain the keyword. Hmm. Yeah, it's a hard. It's a hard thing. This yeah. they're still considered to be Drakari detachment. It's cool. So can use Craftware Harlequin Drakari stratagems. I think Tony. At the end of the day, you're just supposed to here be here and have fun. You're not supposed to make us actually work out the you know credibility of of judging things that we say we do to say we're going to play by the intent and then <laughs> everything goes fine and nothing bad ever happens just from this rough reading i think you still keep it it doesn't say anything about using your chapter tactics yeah it just says benefits so i don't know all you me. all you lose are the um <laughs> i'm just teasing i'm kidding 
It, yeah, all you lose is the special rules. Right. Like uh, power from pain, things like that. Yeah, that, that kind of stuff. Which makes I'm going to say yes until it's used against me, then I'll say no. Yeah. I That's think, how yes, it works. The intent is that you need to have Vect for all that kind of stuff, I'm pretty sure. So, or you uh, need to have uh, Cabal of the Black Cabal Heart. Cabal of the Black Heart, right. Or as he said, as Tony responded very well, get Vect. Really? Where's Someone that? did a mock-up of a shirt for me. That's pretty funny. Look, that's that's fantastic. That is that's good. Um, yeah. So yeah. Clapfoot asked how large my units of Necron warriors are going to be, and um, I'm going to have enough to run 70, 70 of them, um, and we're going to run squads of a couple squads of nineteen because we play ITC, and mm-hmm. I don't want to give out the big um, secondaries for twenty mans, and then a couple of ten mans. And I'm also going to run some immortals, some Tesla immortals. So I've got plenty of troops for double battalions, basically, is what I'm doing. Nine immortals? Um, I could yes, do nine. nine I planned on ten, but... Why would you do ten? You're going to give up... You're going to give up... Uh, give that thing back to Yes, but I can, But because of that, it's only three, so I'm, only, I'm never going to give up the whole four anyways. No, you have four units. You have the large unit, the two small units, and then the... Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, I'm already gonna because I'm already gonna have squad. Oh, because I'm already gonna have squads of um ten warriors too, because I'm running double battalions. So you have what, three squads of ten, two. Three two. squads of ten, two squads of tw- nineteen. Oh, two squads squad of nineteen. Of, yeah, right, two squads of nineteen, then one squad of ten uh, Tesla models. So there's yeah, no point in not taking the ten because I'm not gonna deny. Right, doesn't uh, matter. Yeah. So. Eagle first. <laughs> Tony made my head hurt. <laughs> That's fine, yes. Sure, why not? Where's the I'll allow it meme? Why can't we post GIFs in chat? That's what I want to know. Twitch, uh, Twitch needs you to be able to post GIFs in chat. It's because Amazon bought Twitch and not Google. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. Google's, well, Google's keyboard has an amazing GIF search function. Oh, okay. It's so yeah. good. I don't use the Facebook gift search function whenever I send gifts through Facebook. What I happens use Google, if you both uh, Amazon, table yeah, each other, Tony? You did something wrong. No, that's, that was actually a question in our tournament, T.O. chat. T.O. Why? Because uh, it actually, apparently it actually happened. Oh, really? Yeah, and of course it was Don who said. How did he, <laughs> how did Don both uh, table what, uh, unit uh, over, uh, basically overcharged and killed its but killed the last model in the prison army. Nice. Nice. Basically, the way I see it, you use to the tabling rule for for ITC, which is you score each subsequent turn yep. if you're able to. And since nobody able to, nobody can score so that you get nothing. Nice. That's why I posted that gif. I like it. Of uh, Willy Wonka saying you get nothing. Nothing! Sir. <laughs> nothing. Um, and then you're mocked. Yes. <laughs> Incessantly. Yes. I would hope. I would hope. Uh, just the yeah, just... heads are dumb. The way they're attached to the sprue is dumb. They're also um, the smallest is, data uh, slate I've ever life. They're what? Like the tiniest data slate, like of my life. Oh yeah. I thought you were gonna say tiniest ankles. Um, no, that's Tau. Yes. Now the backgrounds have small. Well, actually, yeah, ever since. Ever since the uh, ever since, or in Skatari too, I should remember. Yeah, Skatari too. Yeah. The um. So John, you're going to be AO next. Yes. 
That's my big one. Uh, Tom, are you going anywhere? You're I'm going to the tournament this Saturday, right? I'm playing in the tournament this Saturday. Probably, if I can, you know, the 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 June and July locals. Um, I should be able to make those. And then I'm, um, I mean, each local this month or this year will be by ear. Hopefully, I'll make most of them. However, I am going to SoCal Open, uh, which and I'm, Hammer and Hammer. If they I have it. I should be I should be able to go to Hammer Hammer Wrath. It, it just depends. I might I'm out I'm out of town one of those weekends. So just if it lines up, great. If it doesn't, eh. Oh yeah, Alan asked earlier in the chat um, when he was saying that he's not playing in the league after all because it's not because he's skipping it and boycotting because he's going to be in Europe. He was asking who's going to be the head TO for Hammer uh, for Hammer of Wrath. Whoever you don't want to. <laughs> and my and my thing was is there going to be a hammer wrath because it hasn't been uh promoted in any way shape or form so um it's always it's uh, the second weekend in august i know i won't be there I mean, I'll no, be I'm the 70, but i'm saying i'm talking about promotion um the issue is the we have issues with the star the owner yes okay so I mean that's not new. So because of that, <laughs> and we should probably talk about that. Maybe we should probably talk about as a, as a topic, right? If uh, you have a, a it's, which is essentially a hostile store owner um, to the to the uh, to the not the community, but at least to the, the game growth of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, because of that, it's very difficult to promote, right? tournament so it probably won't get promoted until probably july and which is what keeps it as more of a low right we're still able to get almost oh, 50 plus players but yeah. uh, uh but uh, but as for the head to it it's usually been me depending on how many people show up right. and if i need to play or not sure that makes sense but it's, I mean, 8th edition is not that difficult to. It's not to, very difficult to, to do. No. Yeah. Yeah, in general, it's pretty easy. Um. <laughs> um, but uh, just just as a note, I know I didn't mention but for my army, I am playing Chaos. Going back to Chaos for mm-hmm. Boise and the League. Chaos! The current idea... Oh, wait, Tony says something about the Bug Eater GT. Where's that one? The Bug Eater is... Um, the Bug Eater, I think, is the same weekend as Boise. Or it's... No. June 23rd? No, there's like two two tournaments that same weekend. Because Final Flying Monkeys is that weekend. Okay. I may go to next year. Where's that instead one? Of Boise, instead of Boise, don't tell Aaron. Um, <laughs> but... Um, what is Bug Eater? Bug Eater is fairly recent. But uh, and that's in Nebraska, I believe. Oh, Nebraska. Okay, I'm not going to Nebraska. Why not? I'm not flying that far for a tournament. Oh, that's actually June first and third. Oh yeah, and I can't go to that anyways. <laughs> um, I can't go because I'm going to Boise that same. That would be difficult. That same month, yeah. But that that's an option. Just um, take your wife with you to one. She Is that how that goes? She don't want to go to. <laughs> Nebraska. Nebraska. Take it to Boise. But then I have to be with my wife. Um, oh, ba 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 ba. 
the uh, yeah, it's Omaha, Nebraska, and oh, the okay. Bug Eater GT's actually been around. Yeah, no, I know it's around. I, I didn't think it was new. It's just that. Uh, yes, Tony, the guys from our team that are going to Boise are driving. Oh yeah. For reasons passing understanding and common sense. It's more fun that way. Yeah. It's it's me and Danny. If if I was going by myself. Danny Kwan. Not Danny Kwan. Danny Kwan. Danny Kwan. Yeah, kidnapping Danny to get him away from. I mean, yeah, yeah, by kidnapping, you said 40K and he got his car. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, do you mean to drive? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, too bad he doesn't actually listen listen to these things live. <laughs> he is very he is very good about maintaining his schedule. He just makes sure that all of his free time is leave, living, breathing, eating forty k. Yeah, right. which hey, yeah, that's totally so, worth yeah, it. He almost got uh, number one Blood Angels that one year. Ah, he was so close. And he just couldn't go to Barry or late LVO. Uh, yeah, he couldn't go to LVO. That was yeah. That was the that was the year after my first LVO. Tony wants to know if you're going to drive through Sacramento. Does he need to ride? asking if you'll pick up a hitchhiker named Tony. <laughs> hitchhiker? You <laughs> <laughs> hitchhikers all the time. Uh, talk to us off air, and I'll see I'll see what... Uh, it's the I'll weekend of to June Tony. 23rd, Tony. Yeah. There's only like seven tickets left at the time of this recording. I wonder if Crazy um, Cup would have the same attrition rate at like Barry Open Wood or something, where like you could just show up and basically be guaranteed a spot. Uh, no, I don't think so. I, they didn't have any drops last year. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's kind of a local GT, right? It's like their big GT. Yeah, this, yeah, like this is what I mean when I turn when I turn. Old system. Um, yeah, it's it's another it's another local uh, GT. Okay. But I can talk to Danny maybe. I mean, we still get, it's a long drive no matter where, to be yeah, honest. No and one of the routes does take us past Reno, so. Right, probably which is by Sacramento. Yeah. Sort of. Close enough. Yeah, Slight detour out of a 15-hour drive, I don't think is going to matter too much. Yeah, if to, even if it's a whole hour, who, at that point, who cares? It's like, what's another hour? Um, but for right now, um, I the Chaos Army I'm thinking of is more either it'll be finished win or lose by about turn two probably okay because it's abaddon some cultists Sakaran, and a scorpius right um and then it's uh demons with nerglings because i need nerglings and then the the heavy hitter part is an alpha legion detachment patrol with a demon prince no wings um 30 cultists 15 berserkers and 15 possessed Oh wow! Okay, and all that goes up front with it forward operatives. Whether I go first or second, and just runs forward and tries to kill shit. Yeah, you're not lying about the win big, lose big, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I have with Abaddon. I have five, ten. I have fifteen command points. That's insane! Yeah. Oh my god! And to put all the put all the forward operatives, it's, it's going to cost me two, four command points. Do you? I, do you the reason have... I don't. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, no, I was just gonna say, do you have any relic, like bonus relics that you can take advantage of, like for what, like what? Well, I I don't know your I don't know the Chaos Codex, so it's like I don't know if there's a uh, relic where you're like, oh, I, I'd spend the extra CP to get the extra relic, but I'm tight on like now because that's oh. one of the reasons I can bring two relics for my list, for example. No, I have something like that. Let me bring more. 
like so i can give the demon prince a relic if i want to right so now i mean i'm just saying are you gonna is that something excited about that you have fucking 15 I CPs. Mean, I have a bunch of CPs. There's a bunch, and all the CPs are going to be spent on that. Hopefully, there's no uh, collect uh, Kaladis assassins in the opposing <laughs> army. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, but most of that shit is done pre-game, though, right? Well, the, the Ford operatives. Ford operatives did, so I don't have to worry about that. But it's, and the relic is too. Um, so that's more or less five, five, five to seven CP spent before the game starts. Mr. Inquisitor, I like the sound of your GT. You should totally run that. What is his he suggestion? says he wants a GT with a rule of if you lose a squad, you chug a beer. And if you want a CP back, you chug a beer. Ooh. I'm totally down Ooh. with this <laughs> this idea. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to start buying pibbers to prep for said tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's more. That's the list I, I'm probably going to make to Boise, more or less. The, is is it... Uh -huh. Is it kind of related to the list that I, there was a one time off air you and I were talking about a uh, chaos list? Is is this related to that somewhat or no? Okay, did I have any influence on you, Adam? Uh, I'll never admit to you having any influence on ability. Completely fair point. Nice. There you go, guys. <laughs> no, no, I just was curious because we because we were uh, we, we, were talking we, were about it. we were talking about it. Um, somewhat. Um, I was. Because I had, I was just trying to think. I was trying to think of lists with the new FAQ, FAQ rules. And although I like obliterators, the twenty-four inch range is very limited. I can't deep strike into in anywhere except my own deployment zone. So um, unless we're playing that spearhead one with the where we're only like eighteen inches away from each other. Um, it, in, if I wanted to drop them in first turn, it'd be very limiting. The The reason the Demon Prince doesn't have wings is because he just goes up forward operatives. I give him warp time, and he just goes goes forwards and wreaks havoc. Can't really get targeted because of all the bodies. Because you're gonna have you're gonna have thirty, you're gonna have sixty sixty other bodies within nine inches um, of your army. Hmm. It starts. Well, actually, almost. You're actually gonna have seventy if I count the right, demon because, and the nerglings. Yeah, because you're you're counting the, the yeah the power level element too. Like you, if you just bring enough, it doesn't even matter. Or am I not thinking about uh, it? Power level? No, that's not deep strike though. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. Clever girl. Saw this great meme where it's like, wait, can uh, a velociraptor sneak up on me? And the velociraptor shows up and says, "You bet, Jurassic can." Nice. I think we're done. No, we haven't even talked about the Necron Codex yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, Tom, why don't you tell us what you think of the Necron Codex? Because you just started looking through it today for this. And Adam and I, I did. talked about it before and stuff. So what were your yeah. first impressions of the Necron Codex? Okay, and, and actually, I, I'm glad you put it that way. Because, like, you know, a, a lot of people tend to look at these codexes thinking, like, okay, what do, what do I want to do? Um, and I will say this, scrolling through the... Okay, there we go. Um, it has a lot of characters that are a single um, first first impressions. A lot of the, a single dynasty, which is something that Tau suffer from too. Most of our characters are from Tau Sept. That said, a lot of their stuff and their abilities are like at first glance pretty dope. And bear in mind, I'm I'm only looking at power level and not necessarily points, um, mostly because I I can't be bothered to scroll that quickly. 
Um, <laughs> so there's that. Um, I think there's a lot of potential for this list. I think the fact that the everything pretty much has either living metal or reanimation protocols is insane, especially considering the fact that reanimation protocols last until the unit's either wiped out or in full. That's huge. Um, uh, the Catacomb Command Barge, immediate just absolute take. Like, yeah. why would you not take that? That's incredibly good, especially because... Um, you know, it has a different command. Uh, it, I mean, I don't know if I don't know if the wordings. It has wave of command versus uh, my will be done. So, right. Which is even though you can't choose, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, even though you can't choose the same unit per the ruling, you can choose two different units and do that. I so because I don't know if uh, my will be done is limited to once turn like Tau stuff is. And and the reason I'm comparing it to Tau actually is because I've noticed it, even though their play styles are very different. There are, there's a lot of structural similarities in some regards, um, although with with um, with Necrons they tend to get the uh, Space Marine <laughs> side of things versus the Guard side of things. So there's that. Yeah, the might will be uh, done thing is once a turn. Yeah, For but then you've one got that has it, but you can only choose the target once also. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, and just just I mean just the weapons it has it's just. Uh, my god it's so good yeah and if you make um, a method and you let it target characters it's pretty good too oh dear god i mean and that's another i mean i i still love death marks i think that if you're a necron <laughs> player you should just you should just have a unit of death marks in your back pocket because either you're deep striking them for an objective or you know what screw lias isodon i'm gonna go kill him right <laughs> like on, on, honest to god like i mean or even that demon that for example that this would well actually no that's pre-deployment so that wouldn't work but um i mean any deep striking character or any mid-game deployment character uh if you're using like gate or dewa or something like that or to jump um i think necron warriors are an incredibly i think they're the best troop choice in the game right i i absolutely i i i can't think of a better one i mean uh, we'll say uh, maybe Think of it this way, like it's only because they the, the zone out, especially now. Sure, yeah, that's that's incredible. But I mean, in terms of an ability that spans any kind of player skill, I think Necron Warriors still take it because you have to know what you're doing to use Nurglings. You and you have to also, I mean, Nurglings don't have. Do they have a limitation on how close you can get to an end, or is it just the zone? Nine inches. So if somebody else deploys before you, then you get mitigated. Versus Necron Warriors, which are an advancing wave of death, which is kind of what they were intended to be, that regenerate as they walk towards you and deal a decent amount of shit. I mean, like they they have a twenty four rapid fire one, you know, AP minus AP minus one. They they basically have better bolters, which is insane. Yeah, they do. They have like, better bolters for sure. It's 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 really good. I, I think Lich Guard is still good. Um, Flayed ones can make a point could make a point but i'm not gonna talk about that we already did, we already did. um Tony i think already that... offered to sell me a slayed one so <laughs> I, know, I, saw that. I would say the 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 shard of the deceiver is fantastic if you're yeah. going that route mm -hmm. um and then i would say this the the shard of the nightbringer is only crap if it's above 250 it's crap it's crap then it's, it's probably it's, above 250. I don't even know if it's above 250. No, I don't even know. All I know is crap. Well, I mean, to, to, 
Where it's we weapon skill two, ballistic skill two, strength T seven, eight wounds. So it's, and it's a character, so you can't target it. Uh, leadership ten, four up save. It has a four up invul save. It's got a oh the it's it always wounds on a two unless it's a vehicle, and it's got a minus four D three damage uh, gaze of death and a minus four D six damage melee attack. That's I mean like why isn't that good? Just because it, it's not mobile enough. Like I'm like because like the thing is I'm like like you guys were saying like at one point the gaze the... I think is only what eight inches nine inches twelve twelve uh how many attacks five you know, it's have... a, it's assault d six and he has four attacks so that's potentially twenty four damage if he you max if you hit everything to to, to it's only four attacks four attacks at d six damage each. That's a problem. It's not like eight attacks at straight four damage each, like a certain someone. Yeah, I mean he's two hundred and ten points, but are, are you all talking about Tigerius? No, um, no, no, no. I'm <laughs> no. kidding. I don't know if you are or not. No, because I, 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 okay. Well, I will say this. I think you're talking about Magnus. I'm not talking about Magnus. God damn it! Nice. Oh my god. Uh, was, I will uh, totally uh, agree with you on Lich Guard and I'll totally agree with you on the Death Marks. Like having one squad of them was probably not a bad idea. You, you mean um the, the what's death it? Marks. Oh, death marks, yeah. I yeah. think that I think they're a great um elite's back pocket choice. Yes. Like just why not? Especially because actually I will look up the points for them. They are they're they're like ninety five for I think it's like ninety five for ten or something like that. Or yeah. for five. If they're ninety-five for five, something like that. That's it's not one hundred. Eh, that's that's. Eh, I don't the know. Problem, the problem is, it's only five, so you only get the mortal wounds like all snipers. Right. Exactly. The only thing I can think of is the very interesting way that the deep strike rules are worded for neck runs, because as opposed to um, most other armies, where it's like, oh, I can deep strike in whenever I decide to within turns one through three. Necrons are very like have to have a certain unit alive in order to do it. So one example is the uh, monolith. Uh, another example is the uh, what is it? The the flyers, the night scythe and the doom yeah, scythe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the night scythe and the doom scythe actually have like really awesome stratagems that allow you to you know I think one of them is oh your last thing that let you bring stuff in died, but you still have a guy in the faraway tomb world. You can still bring him in. Yeah. So it's actually like that's actually really incredibly powerful because you can use that to bait a free deep strike. Yeah, and I I, I wanted to run a bunch of night sites originally, but I just they're a little too expensive to do that. A little too much of a liability. Um, yeah. and everybody really likes doomsday arcs, which is fine. Yes. I'm not big on the doomsday arc just because. Because you don't like winning. No, I just want to do things my own way. Thank you very much. Special snowflake. Sure, why not? I'm close enough to being millennial that I can be a snowflake, correct? <laughs> that's allowed. I don't know. I feel like it's allowed. I stopped counting. Sure. Um. So what? What? What else is in your list, John? Do you have the deceiver? That's why most people will take the deceiver over the nightbreaker. <clears throat> yeah, I have the deceiver. So I've got deceiver and. Uh, so it's it's two battalions at this point. And I don't know, it, we, it might get changed, who knows. But basically, it's two battalions right now. The first battalion has Overlord with a Orb and a Warsythe and a Cryptek with the um, Chronometron to give out the 5 plus Invul save. Right. And then I've got 
the two big blocks of warriors and the 10 Tesla um, immortals. Then I have another battalion. That battalion has another, as the uh, catacomb command barge. That's mm-hmm. uh, obviously Mefret, uh, obviously given the Voltaic staff, and the the he's obviously the warlord, so he can target characters. That one also has uh, um, a cryptic with a chronometron. Then there's the deceiver. Then there's eight lich guard with shields and swords, and then there's uh, mm-hmm. three ten man. Uh, warrior units okay so the idea is basically just oh and the the, the overlord has um veil of darkness obviously because i need to get more than just the d3 units of the deceiver forward somehow okay um as a as a new player to a codex or someone like oh thinking about why would you not go for scrolling up scrolling up scrolling up scrolling up, scrolling up. okay why would you not go for Vargard Oberyn or Byron and Nemrosor Zandrek. It's the cost like a combined. The yeah, cost combined is too expensive. Cost. Yeah. Uh, can you give me a guesstimate in terms of the actual match play points? You mean the yeah the I want to say about three hundred, close to three hundred. But just for the just, just for the, the two of them. The two of them, but then what the, the unit you're going to use with them too is, you're, it's going to have to be something that doesn't just give up those two characters right away. So like so a you're... lot of people who are, are like, well, okay, so you have to take them and deep strike them in with a really uh, expensive Lich Guard unit. Or yeah, I was going to say Lich Guard. And you also need to, you have to deliver, um, what's his name first? You have to deliver uh, Zandrek. Zandrek. So you have to have a delivery which, system for Zandrek. Which, which means, means you have to have, you have to get another, yeah, you either need the Deceiver, which is expensive. Uh, maybe. You can, or you, you can, can Overlord relic. with the Veil of Darkness. Yeah. Oh, but, so you give him Veil, he Veils in. Can with, he bring any? He brings Zandrek with him, because he's in infantry. Right, and then Vargard so Oberon. Oh, Overlord, and the, okay. Yeah, and then Oberon comes up, but at this point, you're now talking about something that's going to be seven hundred-ish points. Yeah. To make it work, to get Zandrek I mean, into position via another model, whether it's a Knight Scythe or use a Cryptek at the cheapest, I guess, if you want to bring Oberon uh, right, Zandrek over. Cheapest ones are Cryptek. But you're still looking at something that's going to be something around 700 points to actually work. And like, you know, do work and be good. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I think a lot of people are shying away from it. Because mm-hmm. I originally was like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to do this too. And then I'm like, man, I can't afford any of the other stuff to make the list work. And like not suck. Mm. So let's see... Uh, Let's see, where's uh, Zandrek's 180, Oberon's 140, right? So that's Two, three, three, 320. 320. That's 320. Plus, then you're going to need something to deliver him, right? So mm-hmm. let's Late say. Ones. You... No, they. they... <sighs> Kevin, god damn it. So <laughs> let's say you go Cryptek for 70 points, right? Right. You're now at 390, okay? You have to either give up a relic or give up a CP to give the extra relic. Right. So either way, you've, mm. you've got to get the relic. Then, and really, you don't want the cryptic because does Zandrek have the orb? Uh, Zandrek, uh, let me see. Uh, he doesn't have the then why would you use the cryptic? No. He oh, what he have... does is he, sh- he shuts off um, opposing characters' auras if they're within, I think, 6 or 12 inches. Which is great, except it's when you... Tw- it's move... 12. It's 12. It's 12. Which is great, except you need that 
the orb for any of those units moving up to not die. The res orb, yeah. You're gonna need a res orb. So then you're gonna be. So you're gonna need an overlord or a crypt. 84 plus you're going to take the scythe you got to pay for the orb right so now you're over 400 points then you've also got the unit of whatever you're bringing if it's lich guard it's 300 points if it's wraiths it's also high like oh no you can't bring wraiths can you bring wraiths to the Oberon? no because they're not infantry they're not infantry right they're not they're not infantry and i don't think right. they actually get a faction keyword right and i think what you want to bring up is something that can assault mm-hmm but so you're bringing Lichgard. I mean, I know you want. Ones. You could pick flayed ones, and I know you want to ignore this. I know. You. But flayed ones already have the. We ability all to went pop to Applebee's, up. and we all just were yeah. around the parking lot, and the Scientologists came out, and they all. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but with uh with the Oberon, when you transport them, it, the unit that transports with him can be with. They just need to be with outside of one inch of an enemy unit. Right. Mm -hmm. They're almost guaranteed to charge. That's what was in my mind was like oh my god you guys holy shit plus especially because if given the faq uh and how it's worded against deep strikers since if you start them on the board this is an on the board ability yes so right. that's like oh turn one i'm in your damn face yeah and so i went first it has to be a sautech infantry unit and, and john told me if i went first i win so yes yeah. and wraiths do have the they do get the um, the keyword for the the okay for the yeah, dynasty, I, uh, but I yeah, don't the believe they're infantry. They're not infantry. They're beasts, so you can't take them with you. No beasts. Uh, John Clopfoot is asking if uh, ghost arcs are any good. I don't know. I'd have to. I'm one of those people who also needs to see stuff work sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think that I need to see the ghost arc work. I don't think the ghost arc is worth it. No. There's one of the barges. I forget who was telling me this game night, but one oh, of the barges. It's the annihilation barge. That's it. Is just so bad. It is mathematically the worst unit in the codex, no matter which loadout you give it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's, so there's you... a guy in one of the Necron groups who did his giant spreadsheet with all this math. And like, you know, it's got big math. And it's like, and, and he's like, point for point, no matter what loadouts you give it, and no matter the other loadouts you give other things in the Codex, the Annihilation Barge, no matter what, is the worst unit in the Codex. Yeah. So oh, you, heard it. you, hear, uh, you heard it. You heard it here by proxy here, folks. Ghost Arc <laughs> Repair Barge rule. You can make reanimation protocol rules for any model, slain models from enemy units embarked on a Ghost Arc, even though those units are not on the battlefield. Any models return to the unit that is way. Okay good hovering quantum shielding reanimation protocol rules for mo slain models with the dynasty warriors units within three inches of any friendly ghost arcs you can not use as well. yeah see the, the list i was thinking of had uh warrior like three units of warriors at a base depending i don't know the number yet because i haven't figured yeah, out yeah. the points but uh six destroyers two doom and two doomsday arcs and i think uh satan I can't remember. Uh -huh. it, was either two, it was either two or three Doomsday Arc and a Destroyer Lord, and it just moves all, and that moves all up. And the, and it's a battalion of Mefrit for minus one AP and yes. a Soft Tech for the Doomsday and Destroyers because they ignore the heavy penalty yeah. when they move. Right. Tony's saying he thinks that the Immortals are the weak link in my army, and I think that 
that's probably true, but there's only one squad of 10 there, Tesla, and I'm looking for that bonus uh, and running them as Mefrit. And I agree, Destroyers are good and probably are auto-included in most Necron lists. But again, the problem is I don't have any. Mm. And I'm, I am leery of the Games Workshop letting me order them. Great word, by the way. Thanks. Because <laughs> they're still listed as not in stock, and Frontline Gaming was telling me they can't get them. And so I'm I I'm not. What's what's their what's their the eBay, website. what's their eBay presence like? Um, difficult to find ones that aren't built or haven't been like primed or begun to be painted, and the price on them is a little high, because okay. of the the fact that they're rare. Okay. 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 So, we'll see if 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 I I'm gonna run the lists and see and if if I just can't do it because I need more mobility or whatever, then destroyers will probably be the answer. Um, mm-hmm. I can always do two squads of five destroyers and then a squad of um, either wraiths or a squad of um, what are the things? The tomb blades. Tomb, tomb blades. Like I think. So I think tomb blades are like the the death mark equivalent, in my opinion. I think that you absolutely should have one. Mm-hmm. Um, they're involved. Like they, you know, between the different options they can take in their movement speed and the damage output. And if I'm not mistaken, they're actually decently cheap too. They're not that um, expensive, no. Yeah, I mean, I I think that every army, even though we're not playing Maelstrom anymore, where you have to randomly switch what objective you're guarding, yeah. having a mobile backfield element is huge. Yeah. And I kind of like the Shadow Loom for the five plus save. Oh yeah. Or even if you give them the Nebula Scope and then models don't receive the bonus to their save for being in cover, that's a pretty good one too. Um, <clears throat> there's, there, no, yeah. there are definitely ways to run the tomb blades that seem decent to me like so if i did take a unit of them in like a uh, uh what's the what's the fast attack detachment that's the um outrider outrider, outrider. so if i take an outrider detachment and because the tomb blades are kind of cheap i could take three two units of five destroyers and then use a small unit of tomb blades and kind of like whatever um point wise i'm not missing out on too much um, plus, then I don't have to wait around for things to get back in stock or whatever. So we'll see. Can I? Can I? Uh, can I end on not end? Depending on what we do, I think uh, probably end on yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Given given the instability, no, I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying. <laughs> given the in, given the intricacies of this codex and the the myriad ways, and and we were talking with Danny earlier with the Tyranid Codex. Do you think that GW actually has their own idea of what an OP build or several OP builds lists are? And they're just not telling us. They're just making it extremely hard to figure out. No. Because that's something I've always I've always kind of wondered. <laughs> I mean, well, way to take the fire out. But I you know. honestly don't think that the, the, that the guy... Look, I've met some of the guys who write the rules. Yeah. They're awesome people. I don't think that, that any one person or even small group of people creating a game can have a large enough view of the meta from that kind of a scope to do something like that. Like, I think there's just too many variables for any one group of people, even the people who made the game up to fully understand all the consequences of the things that they're doing. Hmm. Like if there, because if, if that weren't the case, you wouldn't need a billion FAQs and erratas and they wouldn't be shocked when they go to, when they go to Adepticon and get 
fucking rickrolled by seven fly rinse and then freak out and have to change their FAQ that's due to come out because, oh my god, this is totally OP. Never gonna give fly rinse up. Never gonna say <laughs> goodbye. Nice. No, I mean, that's a fair you point. That on purpose, I, no, I know. It, it could be it could be um i mean i i mean to continue to to push the to push the argument like it could be that they i mean let's put it this way there's three guys whose official title in gw is rules writers but they've got their friends they've got their beer nights they've got their game nights and they're like hey bro i'm a rules writer you want to try playing with these rules here's how it works let's do it and they're like sweet they're gonna hear feedback I mean, there's unofficial feedback that they yeah, hear but, and but official feedback. You also feedback. have to take into account the meta they're playing, and the meta they're playing is not going to be some super knockdown, dragout competitive meta. It's it just yeah, it's not. So so yeah, I mean, so you're basically saying because they're not American. No, they're not competitive. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. British people, but I don't think the meta at GW headquarters is all that competitive, and so. They, they get the playtesters to playtest also, and those guys are the more competitive people. But even they are still a small group of people. And while they're better at breaking codexes, they also are the only Mr. ones. Inquisitor. Yeah, see, good night. Thanks, man, for tuning in. Um, mm-hmm. They're not... They're, they're, those playtesters are not the be-all and end-all. Like They're, they're not... Mm-hmm. Well, the, the other, the other thing you know? is... And they the also other... don't take all of their advice. Right, you're right. And, no, that's and fair. the other, the other thing is, we don't know at one point the play, the play touches we know of mm-hmm. get get the army, get the codexes. Yeah, at what point they get into the process, we don't know. Do, do they get them that's early on, or do they get them late, late in the development? Cycle? I mean, yeah. well, here's yeah, do here's... they get them when they've already been printed, and it's like, hey, what's your feedback for the first round of FAQs? And they're like, here, this is it. And then they're what like, they okay, we're still. Like, hey, this is in development. Here's a PDF of what we think. Yeah, and it's like, and maybe, and maybe they get great feedback on it. You know, I could, I could see that. Yeah. Um. Then, 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 let me ask you this. <laughs> Tony, as, yes. As... yes, yes, yes. <laughs> should oh. totally be playtesters. You are correct. That group. Yes. Oh God. Well. Oh sure. God. No. No. That would just. Yeah. No, but God. yeah. So people would say. People they, who um, did play, uh, they don't. Li- they don't. They're not obligated to listen to the playtesters. Right. Right. No. It's it's basically here's a paid opinion. I can ignore it. Yeah. Basically. That's what it is. Then then I would ask this: Do you, do you think that there would? I mean, I I know enough about the way that a company works and that GW works to understand that the majority of the money they make. And the the models they sell are to people who just they love the hobby, they love the game narratively at best, and so they're just playing it, they're having fun, they're they're playing garage games with their friends. They're like, hey, let's let's have an APOC game in my you know sweet ass board that I built like in you know my backyard, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, that, given... that's why that's why in the past this is the first time they've ever uh, an acknowledgement of less the tournament side of the game, right? Well, they realize they can't just ignore that whole aspect. Yeah, and I think it's smart, but but I mean, I mean, do you think that they'll get it'll get to the point where they actually try to fine tune that element to the point where, oh shit, it's not just guys writing the rules and they're writing FAQs frantically later. 
they're writing the FAQs before the codex even get even gets written. They're FAQing it prior hand. Yeah, like, do you, you saw that now. Yeah, because that's why they release an FAQ like almost right away a lot of the time. Yeah. Hmm. You know. So I'm. I don't. I don't know exactly how it works, but you know. I mean, at the end of the day, I know that you two, you you two guys are like. <laughs> you. I mean, I I joined in at the tail end of sixth, beginning of seventh, and I remember being here long enough where i was like yeah screw gw for giving this game that we <laughs> like, <laughs> like screw them for not for you know telling us enough shit you yeah. know <laughs> uh clockfoot yes i think transcendent c10 are good and uh tesseract vaults are good for sure you can definitely build yeah. lists around both those things mm-hmm. there's a lot of good stuff in the in the in the book and that's the cool thing about the newest books is the newest books all have a lot of good stuff in them I think it's finding the things that work with each other and work within the framework of the number of points you're going to play and the detachments you want to use. But the units themselves, most of the books have units that are just good. And most of the most of the books don't have units that are straight up trash. And every now and then you do find a couple like the Annihilation Barge. But... For me, the, the thing that I know will either end my marriage as it begins or end my savings account as it begins is... <laughs> The Knights Codex. Yeah, I am. If the Knights Codex comes out freaking swinging, mm-hmm. oh god, I'm screwed. Because I love Knights models, but I've never had a reason to justify buying them. Yeah, if the Knights Codex is good, uh, all my sources of getting credit for this game and using that to buy stuff is going to get <laughs> totally wiped out. Like all my credit everywhere. Uh... Instead of having two rotating armies, you're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be bad. <laughs> and I'm sure the nightbook is going to be awesome, so. Oh, God. I'm, I'm, I just, I can't wait. Like, that's actually, like, I'm excited for two codexes. Orcs, which I know I cannot buy enough of, so I'm just excited to see orcs be fun. And then knights. And knights where it's like, okay, I just got to make three purchases of approximately $500 total. <laughs> and then I can run it as an lucky. allied, an allied detachment <laughs> to my dark angels and make that work somehow. Tony says to, uh, Try having plates in second edition, and you feel like a battered housewife. With GW. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, that's so, awful. Second through fourth was rough. Fifth was okay in terms of the responsiveness, and sixth and seventh were oh, just the worst. Second, second wasn't very responsive. Well, no, they weren't very responsive. Third and fourth, third through fifth, they were responsive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in fifth they did they did FAQs what once a year maybe. Um, they oh and then and then in, remember when they had the uh, trial assault rules? Yeah, that was fourth to fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember they did them very infrequently. They would just happen to do them. They like there would be no announcement. They would just be done. They would all just of be sudden. done. Yeah, all of a sudden they they um, put them out. And yeah, I also agree the knights will be probably be strong, Tony. Especially if they get detachments where, like, you can have things that are troops and whatever. My my bet is actually they're going to have the cheapest and most powerful stratagems because of the fact that you can only bring so many models. Yeah. I would be shocked, Cuddle Bunny, if GW brings back any official tournaments of their own. <clears throat> There's no need for them to do it. The, the independent yeah, tournaments at this yeah. point do the job for them so well that they can literally just show up with their broadcasting equipment and their merchandise and be like, cool. Here. Yeah, they'll they'll end up making money. Yeah, they end up making money, money to run it. I can't imagine it, them ever coming out with anything. They might come out with like an official tournament format, but that's it. 
run, running tournaments out of basically all they need to do because everything's set up over there already. Well, Tony, according to your logic, where if third through fifth was the heyday and this is the current renaissance, that means we have to wait through for tenth through twelfth for it to be the world wars where shit gets really deadly. I agree. I agree with Tony about the yeah. heyday, third through fifth. Yeah, yeah. sixth and seventh were definitely the dark ages. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Dark ages. So, yeah. so third through fifth was Pax Imperialis. Yeah, or Pax Romanus. Pax Romanus. Yeah, yeah, that works. A third through fifth could be like. Third could be like uh, the Greeks and Hellenism. And yes. Fourth, fourth could be the Republic, and fifth could be the Empire. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You do that. So, yeah. which one is Vercingetorix in sixth? What? Oh no, Vercingetorix was conquered. Never mind. Uh, oh. damn it. Sixth, sixth is the Western Empire falls. Seventh so is the Black the Death. <laughs> no, seventh, seventh is the Black Death. Because no, the Eastern Roman Empire didn't fall until the fourteen uh, fifty whatever. At Constantinople. Uh, oh, uh, and that's yeah. in the middle of the Renaissance. So we got to go with seventh edition. Has to be like another milestone in the Dark Ages, which would have to be like the Black Death hits, or um, the Crusades. <laughs> Tony has a really Tony has a really good point, but I, I feel like that. What it is might that be, point, Tom? Knights will lose Renegades and Chaos and Imperium, and will be a solo ally style army. So basically. You can ally them with Chaos or Imperium as is, period. Nothing else. That would be nice if the book was standalone and you could just ally with whatever. That would be cool. Yeah, and he also says it's pretty sure it's the Trial Army for Inquisition. And Although, the thing that I I am wondering, except they'll work with evil. Yeah, exactly. But the thing the, the thing I, I'm wondering, though, is that given the amount of... of, of uh, time that goes into building a codex i mean from print from concept document to print like i i wonder if they don't already have the final draft of uh or or close to the final draft of inquisition and sisters while simultaneously they already have like a thousand knights codexes printed you know like that's why they release faqs too i mean i would imagine right. well, it's I'm not sure the just codex are printed already exactly yeah. you know especially considering they're along with harlequins are next yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully the, there's a drop in points. Yes, like a something to make them more workable. Well, I mean, they did say that you're going to be able to run like a, like at one night and God knows how many armagers. I mean, and armagers aren't that expensive. They're like what two fifty? Yeah, that's expensive. So, well, I mean, but like for what they do, that's pretty damn good. Well, the knight's only three fifty. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd take a knight over Yavara if I could. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, you no, know, Yavara is a one-trick focus down, but for the points cost, I can bring in multiple knights and still be effective. You know? Yeah. So. I think we'll call it for a night. It's yeah. almost 11. Okay. Actually, yeah. it is 11. It is 11. It is 11. Yeah, let's go ahead and call it. Don't sure. forget to uh, check out the blog which we don't put much on, but it's a good gateway to other stuff. And uh, <clears throat> follow us on Twitch and Twitter and the Instagrams and the Facebook. And uh, visit HammerheadGames.com, which is Tony has been in the chat all the time. And they makes all the cool stuff. All the uh, counters for uh, turn counters, and they make awesome CP counters that are combined. And uh, he makes um, you can get all kinds of custom things through him. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the awesome MDF trays. Uh, you can go on there right now, and you can go to his Facebook page and see the ones that they made for the Bug Eater. 
GT. So there's there's some really great stuff. He puts out awesome things, and he's more than willing to like work with you guys. So go ahead and check out Hammerhead Games, and yeah. uh, if you're in need for special supplies for all of your games. They actually just, too, they just got some new brown and green flock, both fine and uh, coarse flock for your modeling and basing needs. Oh, yeah, looks that's right. really good. Out. Yeah, it looks really, really good. Uh, especially brown flock, that's really hard to find. Yes, brown is hard to, hard to do. Cool. All right, Adam, do you want to add anything? That, or did that I take, being did said, I your no, I'm, um, I'm looking at how much my son 30k dice are going for on eBay, sorry. <laughs> They're going for a lot, actually. Nice. Your horse heresy ones? Your, I mean, your son's a horse? Son's a horse. Um, well, they're from the horse heresy. Right. No, not much else to say. Um, I mentioned uh, a couple things. One, in regards to the Patreon. We're going to, as, as you may have noticed, this episode and the last episode we've done through Discord. Uh, basically, yeah. uh instead of the normal video that we the video twitch that we do um what we're going to do i think it's be, probably going to become more of a regular thing thing maybe not every episode but every once in a while no right now it's mm-hmm. just because my work schedule is not letting me set up yeah john john's busy days. until probably what june and until june. like second week of june or so yeah i'm pretty yeah busy. so after school after yeah. school graduation yeah, for those that don't know Jan, um john has a very seasonal job i do yeah um so, so what we're doing, and I'll, I'll make the change uh, probably tomorrow uh, or the, the next day after this, after Twitch stream. So by the time you listen to this on the podcast, it should already be done. Um, for those that do uh, $10 or more on the Patreon uh, uh, pledge, um, when we do do the discords, we'll hopefully have them know in advance, whether far enough in advance we can let at least one person uh, from the Patreon, join us in, on the show, basically. Oh, that'd be cool. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so imagine like calling into your favorite radio, say on the whole. Sure. Yeah. So, so basically, Tom owes us like a hundred dollars at this point. So, I mean, I've already, <laughs> I've given you so much more. But, um, but your so brother is a Patreon supporter. Does that mean we're gonna have to let John on the show at some point? Um, we got to make sure to do the shows on Monday, on uh, any days except his days off. Oh, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> so that he can't come on. So basically Wednesdays, because that's probably when he goes back to work, so he probably works the most. Yeah. Sure. No, uh, uh, it's right. It's still kind of the formative stage, but, but I'll make the announcement to the current people. He's I'm still a... on. <laughs> of course he is. He's just at <laughs> work. Um, so uh, so uh, if you just go to Patreon, look up TFG Radio, um, as little as a dollar. That's all we ask. Yep. Um, but if you have to want more, so, uh, give more, give more. Um, if you do do the ten dollar, then uh, we can, we can uh, ten or or higher, then uh, you'll be eligible to. Uh, and here's and here's the thing: we out. we ask for your money a lot less than like NPR does, and we make you laugh a lot more. A lot less than a lot of other podcasts do. Exactly. Yeah. We, we also ask you, yeah, for for Patreon money a lot less than some of the other forty k people. Yeah. Plus, we don't, um, uh, but we're also not promising you a whole lot for it either. So, true. Yeah, no, no. I mean, but here's the thing: we are we are honest men. We are saying if you like what you do, if you like us, either just listen in or give us money. You know, we're not above saying that. You know, it's, and when giving that... money, bear in mind that the only person who has access to the Patreon account is Adam. 
Yeah, True. exactly. So we all know he's spinning <laughs> it on hookers and blow. I mean, that's fine. Like, no, only hookers. I don't do blow. Okay. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So then just more hookers. He has standards, yes. Tom. Okay. He's got standards. Never been a big, yeah, I've never been a, never been a big listener. Uh, what are you talking, I, I mean, I, Adam, I thought you didn't get out of bed for less than two kilos of Colombian Bam Bam. <laughs> Maybe two, uh, two Colombian women. But, yeah. Oh, Lord, okay. We're going to have to do some editing on this one. And on that note. Yeah. We're not editing that part out. Well, you do the editing, so you would know. Gold, which Jerry. Means, which means I'm not. Yeah. Gold, Jerry, gold. And then... <laughs> Um, I did mention last episode, bringing back the uh, thought of the day, or thought okay. of the episode. Um, this week is, uh, um, this week will be uh, relevant for me anyway in the Chaos Army that I'm, I'm building, which is uh, attack is the only order worth remembering. Yeah. Fair. I would say for the assault my... army in my heart. My thought of the day is You'll if you want, I'm just saying if I if I were to give one, it's not necessarily is one. Uh, <laughs> if, if you want a chance to practice your army in a competitive setting and have a fun time and also get to know your community well, run a league. Le- I think a league. I, I think a league is something every store should do. Sure, you don't get ITC points, but I think it's great. I think so it's a really league. long Actually, thought of the do. day. Can we distill the thought of the day down to run a league? Uh, I'd say leagues are good. Oh, wait. Uh, Tony has a rules question? Uh, no, he wants to make sure that we ask the, the judges group his question. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll pass along. Okay, so, so no, and, and note, uh, Tom is no longer to make thought, uh, thoughts of the day. I was literally the person you asked last time. I'm in a habit now. I did not ask you last time. The last time well, he was yeah. on the show, yeah. 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 Uh, okay, well, that was my mistake. Yes, it was. Alright, well good night everybody. Good night guys. <laughs> good night. Thanks for joining us. That needs to get cut out of the show for sure. What did you say? Is it in We're the shower? We're repeating that. I told you it was live, Tom. What do you? Uh, (laughs) He's he's worried. You know, your dental health is very important to your overall health. He's worried about you, man. Well, that and I wasn't really paying attention because I've never done a Discord. I thought we were not live yet. So, do you want me to go live, Adam? And he says, "Yeah, go ahead." That means that we're actually like live. Because I I was too busy downloading and scrolling through. Who are we My talking about? I bought copy of the Tell Nicholas me after Yikes. Yikes. Okay. I so, hate, Adam, I hate my life. I can just log off, off right or... now. I can, just, huh? I can just log off right now. Are, we just, are you going to start the show, Adam? Can you log off of life, Tom? Is that possible? <laughs> there is, but he's going to go to hell for doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I have to enter the dot .38 special command key on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't risk a 38, man. Most likely is it. <laughs> go big or go home if you can go out, right? I am. Pretty much. <laughs> All right. With rubber band string and a 50 cal, anything is possible. <laughs>